Oh shit, here we go again. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy November. SCN Live, Showdown Entertainment Network. Crazy, crazy week. It will be. Not only in the world, but in the world of SCN. We got a lot of cool, fun, exciting announcements. Things we're going to talk about today. A little bit of a mix-up in the crew that we'll get to in a minute. But joining us, as always, is the great RB3. Happy to be here, y'all. Happy to be here on a Monday morning. Brett Sheridan's shirt is here. <laughs> Just getting that mic set up. Had the wrong one set up, but we're back, baby. We're back. Kate Mulligan, who is understanding good today. this show starts at 10.02, apparently. <laughs> All right, so she's not here yet. Eventually, maybe we'll get a text to, about it, but maybe not. Who knows? But either way, there'll be some kind of entrance. New member of the crew... As a panelist, Ben Goddard is here. Oh, hello. Well, what does that mean? What does it's that me. mean, ladies and gentlemen? We'll have to explain that in a minute. But taking over for the artist formerly known <laughs> as the bagel, because that is now never going to happen again. He has elevated his position here on <laughs> SCN Live, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But coming in hot, hey, Alex. Hey, Alex. Alex Marzonia. Hello. Hello, everybody. He's official. He's back. His time codes are with us from today <laughs> to forever. And we're so excited to have those time codes and you, Alex, on this show. So Alex is on the show now, Monday through Friday. Ben Goddard is going to serve as a... Um, he, he's the same way that Roca or, or Kate or Brett or anybody else says he's now part of the rotating uh, panel. And, and, and he's, he's just too damn good. He's just too damn good. We needed him. We needed him on as a panelist now, and, and we're glad to have him on his opinion. So um, I called, had a conversation about it, and that's how it's going to work. So Alex is now part of the crew. Ben Goddard is now part of the rotating panel here, um, and that's that's how it's going to work. So everybody wanted Chris to um, tell you. Oh, or congrats, thank Ben! You. So proud of you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Krista. Oh, there you go. So look, there's a lot of things though. If you didn't know. On the days that I'm on the show, we're not going to do this on on the Roka days, but the days that I'm on the show, we are going to set a goal, and when we hit that goal, somebody is going to take us out with a song. It happened uh, with me. It happened with me when I did uh, I had the special ed song. Clark Wolf annihilated everybody on Thursday when she wasn't. What's the name of that song? It's oh. been. Bam, 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 oh, bam, bam. I, think, I think it's one week. Yeah, whatever it's called. Uh, she yeah. she 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 annihilated it. She was so she was so good. So we're gonna do that again. We're gonna set the goal once again at eight hundred, and whoever puts in that donation to take us over eight hundred is actually going to pick who sings the song to take us out. It can be anybody on the show. If Kate ever gets here, it can be Kate. If it's RB three, if it's Alex kicking in if it's uh, ben goddard or, or brett whoever <laughs> yes. it might be i mean alex has the guitar so i mean there's is certainly you know but when we hit when we hit 800 dollars today someone whoever puts in that last donation will be able to choose 
exactly who sings today. So remember that as you put in your donations, it helps the crew. And it also, uh, we, wanted, we wanted to set goals. You guys are having fun with it. You've liked the song so far. That's what we're going to do. Someone else, uh, someone else also pointed out in the chat today, in RB3, let me know before we start. This is episode 250, right? Oh, my now, gosh. Now, not only is it episode 250, it is... It has been one full year that SEN has been on the uh, the air. SEN Live, that is, has been on the air as a full-time show. That's right. <laughs> 250 shows, and holy moly, it was November 1st was the first day, so November 2nd. Look at that. And, man, we, we were able to do it, and uh, and we're still here, and you guys have supported us. You can continue to support us. So there you go. Streamlabs.com slash is one. The other thing we're going to be doing now is um, throughout this show. Uh, so I have another announcement for you guys. Because you guys have made your your voices loud and clear. Here is the here is the final decision, at least for this year. Do we have a, a robot coming in? No, 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 no. That's, no sorry um, about that. It's okay. So, so just to let everybody know um, how important it is that uh, the Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that, because the original goal was to take it, uh, take the the show, just keep it live every day, Monday through Friday, and then uh, and then put the replay on Patreon and just keep the audio on. Well, here is the final decision of that. So, a lot of you are going to be happy because we're not going to take it off of the replay. We're going to leave it because a lot of people went to the. Uh, asked i asked you delivered and you got to keep doing it if you haven't because that's what's going to count get on over to apple Podcasts, subscribe over there we're going to keep it on but what we are going to do is we're going to clip out uh the show so today we're going to have three clip outs that we're going to do and we're going to put out certain clip outs so if you've missed the show and you want to see what we talked about we're going to clip out shows throughout the day last but not least the horror free-for-all will air today as well so there you go so so much happening already and we haven't even started the show so holy mackerel holy ma oh wait a minute oh. look at this look at this Connecting unbelievable to audio. Kate, <laughs> so nice of you what happened Oh, um, you scheduled a show to start right when the second session of kindergarten starts uh -oh. in Burbank Unified School District, and um, the other parent was not available to get him signed on. Uh, I see. I see. I see. All right. Well, it's I guess a real team effort. I guess I can forgive that. Yeah. I guess I can forgive uh, that. You know what you're not going to be able to forgive is my take on Mandalorian. Oh. No, I don't want to talk about it. So you, missed, you missed it. You should have been on on Friday. Uh uh, so no, I'm just kidding. We can, of course, you can talk about it. We'll do it in a little bit, but we're gonna do. We are gonna be doing some. We're gonna do three clip outs, everybody on the show. Um, and at, we did announce Kate that Alex Marzoni is a part of the show. So you're, 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 you're yeah, you're excited about that. That's uh, yeah. great. Oh, you're what a great nickname, Garth. Late Mulligan. I like that. Aww. I like that a lot. <laughs> Garth, uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. <laughs> I like it. Gotcha. I like it. Um, okay, so oh, let's get... You know what else you know, trips off the tongue really easily is really good mother mulligan. You can oh. also go with that one, too. Oh. Nah, I like late mulligan better. Oh, son of a bitch. So, so let's, get, let's get into this here. And the uh, and re reminders that, Kate, uh, you could be on the board here today. That What we did is when we get to 800 bucks... 
today. Uh, when we hit it, don't send your money in, people. Do not. <laughs> well, that's gonna. And, but but it's not you yet. Whoever puts okay. in that last donation to take us over the top can can decide who it is. Mm. So we really want to get the audience is. involved. So the audience is going to get us involved. Is going to get involved. So start throwing in those donations, and we'll check it at um, at around uh, eleven forty five, and we'll see where we're at, and then uh, hopefully. You know, somebody will have a song ready to go and will take us out. Like, oh, well, do you want us to? Yes. Was that okay? Do you want us to tell what our songs would be or no? Not yet. Okay. No, 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 no. That's got to be, that's got to be, everybody should have one kind of prepared because it could be any one of us. Um, I have mine. I know that. Uh, So anybody else wants to um, prepare, you better start doing it. All right. So what we are going to do now is we're going to bring up the first, the first big story here. Alex, what do we got? What's the, what's the big story? Let's talk about WandaVision. We're not going to be talking about exactly who may show up, but it has been revealed that through a Funko Pop listing that um, a character will be uh, popping up in the series. Um, We may talk about spoilers later, but we'll let you know. But Christian, are you excited about who this character could be? Who do you... Yeah, yeah. So so like Alex said, what we're going to do is for this particular... um, this particular story, we will kind of dance around it at first, and then we'll give people who don't want to know who it was for this leak. Uh, we will let people know, and then you can bail out and come back. So uh, Funko had released this thing, and 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 because of it, very similar to what happened, I think, with uh, with with the Mandalorian when they when they confirmed, I forget, some company confirmed that Rosario Dawson was indeed Ahsoka, and that hasn't been officially confirmed. But this was a company that was doing merchandising, and that stuff. This happens all the time. With the with the with with toys and stuff, they they don't, they don't pay attention to it the same way, and they just have their list of all the characters and things that they're going to be selling, and they 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 miss it sometimes. And this certainly seems to happen. What happened with Wandavision? Um, this particular character that was named. Um, it makes sense to the overall arc of what's going to happen, and because of the way that it's tied in to potentially other universes and and kind of playing in there so ben goddard it, 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 in until we're spoiling dancing around what do you think about this news um i'm more surprised of the actor that could be playing this role uh i don't know if that gives away too much Not but really. i think um i i would like to see this character <laughs> this is such a yeah. funny conversation uh <laughs> i would like to see this character in the series i think it would fit really well uh with what's happened uh, with the the main characters of the show, I think it would be great, especially with like the whole ethereal dreamscape, uh, multi dimensional, whatever they're doing with this. So I think it would be great, and I am I'm excited to see this this actor. But I'm surprised it's not another actor. Uh, agreed. So RB RB three, I throw it to you. Do you? I mean, because after you go, we're gonna we are gonna throw it into spoiler territory. So what what do you think? Well, I so yeah, you should throw it into spoiler territory because I'm not gonna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna know. You don't anything. wanna dance I around. Even, I didn't even look at. The I story, don't like this so. dance. Well, I didn't even oh, look you don't at, know I didn't the even look at the story. Oh. So I, all right, I, so you, I, yeah, I kind of want to be right, that so far and move away from it. So all right, so you're gonna so you're gonna what are you gonna shut down when we go into well, yeah, yeah, uh, spoiler was, territory? I, be, I could not hear you guys. So okay, yeah. all right, so we're gonna do that now. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna let everybody know that we are. If you don't wanna know who was spoiled inside of this uh, Funko toy thing, we we ask you guys now to 
drop out, come back in around three or four minutes, because we're going to discuss it. I'll take my uh, shirt off when it's time to come back. Yeah, absolutely yeah. perfect. Good, good, good. So this Toss is, a so, 20 you, in before you leave. <laughs> yeah. It'll be there when we get back. Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, you yeah. warned. Wait, yeah. Y'all should give me a signal, too, if there's a signal for me. I'll go, like, I'll go like this. I'll okay, go all right, like cool, this. Cool, 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 cool. All right, everybody. You've been warned. All right, so here it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, what they have said, uh, it looks like Quicksilver will indeed be returning, which everyone said, okay, well, that makes sense. It was the the uh, her, her brother, and they, they show him, in, and, he, and he craps out in uh, in Ultron, and, and maybe they, she finds a way to kind of get him back through the multiverse, right? Well, yeah, except Evan Peters is going to play him, who, of course, played him in the X-Men movies when they were still with Fox. So this is an interesting 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 conversation and it also starts to play into all the big rumors into the spider-man stuff also because then you're seeing the different actors that have played different characters throughout the entire time and whether they're not going to turn up how they're going to turn up how they're going to be introduced do we play this character as if this is the same actor that played him in ultron or they they say it's from a different timeline that's the interesting stuff so uh ben back to you real quick do you Mm -hmm. now now that you know that the actual actor who it is confusing of it what do you what do you think glad i got to be the only non-spoiler person here um (laughs) no but i I like i like evan peters a lot as an actor um uh and since you know wanda no longer has her sokovian accent after two movies they were just like let's just stop doing that uh then i think evan peters would be great i think it'd be a great addition um i i do like I, i realized they had to kill somebody off and it made sense that it was like a character you just introduced but i like aaron taylor johnson as an actor too i would have liked to see him around but yeah. I'm, I'd love to see Quicksilver in, in the MCU. I think they'd have to power him down a little bit because even in Days of Future Past, he is yeah. really, really fast. So much so that they're like, you stay here, kid. We're going to go on this dangerous mission. It's like, no, take Quicksilver. Quicksilver will right. get this done in like two seconds. Two seconds, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's that's the question. And the question is also, do they do something to throw off? Does they still bring Aaron Taylor Johnson? But they still bring him back? Or they, mm. Do they still do that? Um, and then, you know, because of the different timelines, then introduce another one. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how this is. It's going to set it up. And the interesting thing is, if they do bring him in, then they do, for the first time, introduce the X-Men into, you know, uh, MCU in, in, in general. And does that mean that we could see Fastbender eventually return again? Could we see these other mutants that that we know from the from the Fox franchise? I don't know. Kate, do you you hear this story? Does this mean uh, anything to you, or does it? Or how do you it, feel? It doesn't mean very much to me. But I will say, I'm surprised. Did did Funko Pop do it on purpose? Like, was it an honest no. mistake? Like, how it happens did they, all the how, time? It happens. You know, but it just time. seems like it seems like. I don't know. Remember, that's why that's why they didn't have the baby Yodas out. I know. That's why they I mean I know I know that was the case, but it yeah. just seems to me like, man, it 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 like you would think you would have learned by now if it happens all the time. I don't know. I'm just I'm confused about why it's such a big slip happened. <laughs> it's just cuz I think though they look at this like inventory and they're not really I don't think these people are paying attention to how cuz the secrecy thing and the the kind of the black box and keeping it all such a tight knit thing. That that's really only been a thing for like 10 to like 15 years, right? 10, maybe 10, 10 years, right? And you think that these toy companies are so like paying attention to all of it? No, they want to get their shit out. They want right. to sell it. And they're like, okay, well, let's, there's there's the list. There's, oh, that's what we got. Okay, post that. That's a good one. That's a good one to post it. We, we have that, that. That'll line up because WandaVision's coming out soon. Post that. And then someone, then they get a phone call. Hey, idiot, we didn't announce that he's back there yet. $20. Whoops. Oh. Hi, crew. Working late here, so catching you guys live for the first time in a while. 
Thanks Thank for you. keeping me company whilst I work on other people's messes. FML. Anyway, sending lots of love from the beautiful South Africa. Hashtag Ooh, spread the love. Thank awesome. Thank you for joining oh my God. South Thank Africa. Bless you. Oh. Uh, <coughs> you. Bless you. Um, Bless you. Thank you. So the other thing that um so that's that's a that's a big it's a big story it's interesting story we don't know it's not it's it's merely a rumor still so we don't know if it's confirmed but it just seems like it's potential so anyway uh very curious what you guys think if you want to put if you don't want to just put in the uh the donations here to keep uh the songs coming you can also let your voices be heard interrupt the show streamlabs.com slash the schmodown and let us know what you think what do you think about it? do you think this is a good uh reveal do you want to see this particular reveal go ahead and put that in there all right what's um what is next mr marzonia Alright, let's talk about the sad passing of Sean Connery. This past Saturday, screen legend and first on-screen James Bond, Sean Connery passed away at age 90. He was a working man until the acting bug bit him and made, it, made a name for himself on stage, the small screen, then in smaller roles on film until he landed the James Bond role in 1962's Dr. No. I first became familiar with him when I was scarred by the little leprechauns in Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Ah. But, oh, yeah. uh, Brett, where did you first see Connery and what was your favorite film of his? I, that was Darby O'Gill and the Little People was the first place I saw him, I believe. Um, and my favorite, he was, he was, I, I think he was my favorite Bond. That's oh, did we tell Roger Moore? Oh, RB3, what happened? Did we tell RB3 to come back? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized. Oops, you sorry. could come back now. Sorry, no, no, sorry, no. I interrupted you, Brett. Brett, Brett oh, was, no, that's all right. Brett was actually but, on the wave, too, so thank you, Brett. <laughs> Nobody else did. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I guess what, what, yeah, for everyone, look, for when he, he was 90 years old, by the way, it's always anytime there's a mm-hmm. passing and you hear about it, it is the, the, the first inclination is always that's sad. We just lost, especially when you lose a legend, right? 90 years old, he led a pretty full life, right? Yeah, 90 years old. Absolutely. And he is absolutely an icon, a legend. Um, you still think of him as James Bond and, the, and everybody comes after him. Um, even if you love daniel craig and even if you love everybody else that, that has played the role he set the role he started the role he it, without him and the success that he put into the role there is no james bond it just it just it, it's always the first actor that plays the the big characters that that sets the legacy and boy did he set a legacy he set a legacy in everything that he did you know sometimes uh sometimes controversial sometimes uh, he just he 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 was he was always who he was from from the uh, from the moment he was on screen and from the second he was off of it, and he just he did a lot of things. Highlander is another one that I think of, you know for sure. The Rock, uh, uh, there's there's a lot there's a lot that that he had done over the years, and um, and he was he, the guy was was at, when you think of him, you just think of Hollywood royalty, you know, um, because of what he had accomplished what he was and and yeah it's always anytime he's been retired he was retired for a handful of years um but it's it nonetheless sad and uh and, and and you know an amazing talent kate what are your thoughts yeah i um i loved him as indiana jones's father that was sort of my oh, introduction yeah, of to him yeah, yeah. and uh yeah indy's dad and uh i yeah it's you know again this is this is not it's going to sound callous of me but this is not one that i'm like why 2020 why because to me i think this man had a beautiful life he got to die at 90s in in his 90s in his sleep not from covid not isolated from his family not and so i sort of am like 2020 
thank you somebody got to die with dignity and at an age that they got to live their life because you know in the like, bahamas in the yeah in the bahamas, in the bahamas. Yeah. so yes. like i just i don't know like i this is like this is like a death that i'm like yes it is like what a loss but also it doesn't feel as sad as a chadwick boseman who was taken from us right way too yeah. early right so yeah. um i'm glad that we got 90 years of sean connery and so i i celebrate his life as opposed to mourn it yeah. no absolutely it's, it's 100% a hundred percent of celebration um yeah like you said james I've, I've been a big james bond fan my entire life uh dr no go has always been my favorite uh bond movie ever um until actually skyfall recently and you know when we talk about the influence i think like uh craig's bond especially the most recent ones have taken a lot from um um sean connery and and that and that uh, legacy and that performance but the one i always remember him for is for finding forrester um mm. that 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 was oh yeah that, yeah that was you the that, man now dog you the man now dog yes mark, mark <laughs> riley always has the best impression of that too yep. but um yeah that and, but i i yeah that movie is just a, an amazing film and i know people say it's like goodwill hunting with basketball but uh, i think it's a little more than that um and also like you said indiana jones last crusade the rock all these amazing amazing films uh throughout his entire career um rest in peace absolutely to uh sean connery uh, all right. Anybody else? Any, any other thoughts and uh, that they want to talk about with the great Sean Connery? I'm just with Kate. It's a it's a celebration of life when you when you lead a life like that and be, are so iconic uh, with everything you do and die at 90 in the Bahamas. It's right. a it's a celebration of life more than you know. Obviously, it's it's sad for his family and friends, and you know we're gonna miss him, and it sucks that his last movie was Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. I know, but no, other than that, it's a it's a great life he led. <laughs> really, that was the last one. Yeah, because yeah, sure. he, he had there was a lot of other movies that he was up for that he passed on, and I can't. It's uh. some classic. I want to tell you that he was up for the Matrix at one point. And he passed on. I don't. I don't, as Morpheus, I, I can't were, remember. I don't know if that was true, but there were a lot of movies that he was up for that he passed on, uh, and then took that instead. He was up for Lord of the Rings too. It was Lord uh, of the Rings also? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I'm one of the few that actually liked that movie, but I didn't think, wow, I thought, would have thought he had done something since then. That was well, quite a while ago. How does I'll that never... rank with uh, Daddy's Home for you, Brett? Um, Better than Daddy's Home. Oh. Yeah, definitely better. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I'll told... never forget. I'll never forget in one of the first Schmodown matches, We it was such a tricky, tricky, tricky thing to, uh, to get Riley on. donated $20. One of my favorites with Connery was the man who would be king with Michael Caine. Awesome flick. Good one. Check it out. Yeah, it let it go, Indiana. Exactly. Here you go. Indiana. Uh, it's a great one too. There's another another great movie. So many. That's another thing. If you guys want to put in your favorite Sean Connery movies when you do your Schmobuts, do that also. Mm -hmm. But um, where? Oh yeah. So when we were at Schmodown, we did a uh, we did a question, and it was just true or false. Sean Connery was in the Avengers, and Riley goes false. Because the Avengers had just come out, and he's and we're like, well, he was in the Avengers, uh, whatever that that movie was, and, and the full title of it, and uh, and he was just uh, he was not happy. He was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the Untouchables too. Totally forgot about that one, but we can't. We can't. Oh yeah. Oh, the Untouchables. Untouchables. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have had Riley on. We should have had Riley on today to do his impression. But um, anyway. So I moving on before we uh, move into our leather next. glove. Yeah, before we move into our next topic, if we can turn the Schmobot off, I um, I wanted to let you know 
how excited I am to be telling you guys about Postmates again. Uh, I was very excited to have Postmates back as a sponsor on the show because if you like me, you start thinking about uh, what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, but sometimes getting into my kitchen and cooking something delicious to eat, it just doesn't, it, it, it's impossible for me to do with the schedule that I have. So I have been loving what you can do with Postmates. With Postmates, you can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening your front door. Because of the current state with the world in mind, what Postmates does is they create a no-contact delivery. So whenever you order from local restaurants, everything, you just leave it right on the doorstep and the app lets me know when it's been delivered. It's very convenient. It's pretty great. And Postmates also offers a pickup option, which you can use to order takeout from your favorite local restaurants. It is a lifesaver when you're craving one of them and you go, wait a minute, just use Postmates. It's so important that we support and uplift our communities right now. And what better way than doing that than order food? Postmates isn't just about burgers and sushi. You can order anything from toilet paper to phone chargers from stores from Walgreens and 7-Eleven, and a Postmate will drop it off right outside your front door. What you have to do is download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want uh, delivered within the hour. This is the best. For a limited time, this is why you got to act on this, but for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $5 off your first five orders for Seven days, your first seven days, you get to save $5 on your first five deliveries. You got to download the app and you got to use the code SEN Live. That's SEN Live for $5 off your first five orders when you download the Postmates app or sign up online. It's anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why from everything that you guys have been doing, by the way, going on over to uh, Apple Podcasts. And subscribing and rating and leaving a review and going to Spotify, that continues to help the show. That continues to get the word out that Postmates says, wait a minute, we want to get the word out to the SEN Live audience and let them know about it because they're very, very active. So there you go. And now you get the potential $5 off. So very excited about that. And, um, and other stuff that we're moving on to now, uh, Alex, we have uh, a, another story. That is has to do with uh, what is this the the Uncharted movie? What's happening with the Uncharted movie? So, so Sony has announced that Uncharted has officially wrapped filming. Um, where am I? It was in development for over a decade and went through so many directors before settling on Ruben Fleischer and stars Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, and Sophia Taylor Ali. Uh, let's throw it to Ben. Are you still in disbelief that this is actually coming out now? That, and Again, this is <laughs> this is up there with the Flash movie with me. I'll I'll see it when I actually see it, which you know nowadays, who knows when that's going to happen. But even in normal times, I would say I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, granted, all we've seen was that mustachioed Mark Wahlberg and that pretty good still of Tom Holland. But other than that, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think I'm going to go back and maybe play one or two of the games just to like get in that Lara Croft, uh, Brendan Fraser mummy kind of mood because I like those adventure <laughs> stuff. So I think it's going to be fun. I think the bigger question, though, on the table right now is, I, I mean, obviously they wrapped it, it's, and I agree. It's like, okay, we've heard about this thing for so long. Is it going to happen? Well, clearly if they got it in the can, they, they have pictures out of it, and Wahlberg's tweeting pictures of himself out about it. We have the costume and how great everyone uh, seems to agree that Tom Holland looks. The question on the table is, will the movie actually be good? Will it be a good movie? Will it be that first movie? This, this happens every time that we get a, uh, a video game movie, right? People say... Mm. 
Will it be the first great video game movie? Will it actually be a good film? Uh, and I want to cross my fingers and I want to be optimistic that this is going to be the one that sets the franchise. I thought Tomb Raider was was okay. I did. I thought it was okay. I didn't. I didn't mind. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I I know people like the Sonic movie, which is a little different, but based off of the story and a really popular video game, can can Uncharted be the one? Can it be the one to kind of change it that that decides that okay, wait a minute. Video game movies are the next comic book movies. Finally, somebody got the formula right. RB3, will this be the one? And will Uncharted actually be good? Well, I think there's there's a lot of things, right? I think it depends on how they handle the approach because I think what Ben Goddard has mentioned before is that he's worried that it's just going to take right from the game. And I don't want to see, you know, there's a lot of people who want to see the game directly translated and there's a lot of people who don't and so i think there's kind of a gonna have to be a, a interesting middle ground as to which direction they're gonna take now i think you know are should they get too lost in the sauce of making it too much like tomb raider too much like indiana jones or should they make it focused on strictly just a, its own individual movie and that's the thing too don't try and make it a franchise just focus on making this one solo film first and then they'll see how that goes forward but see normally i agree with that but I think that they should have it in mind because the games have always already set that there's more story to tell. I don't like when they sometimes just say, okay, now we're going to make a franchise out of it, but we don't have any story to tell. I don't know. I don't know. Do. This has a story to tell. What I want to see a video game do, what I want to see a lot of these things do is take the story that was there, the same way you adapted from a book and adapt it, make your changes, but have the core of the story be what it was. Show the cool things to the way that the, the jumping and the stuff that Nathan Drake does. Show all that stuff because you want to see that because that's part of the of what he is. Show his smart ass uh, and the relationship with Sully. Show all of that. But take the adaptation from the game itself and make it from the story of what made it so good. I like the fact when I read a book that I'm like, oh yeah, I know that this is going to happen. This is why I chose to read that book. I know the story, but show me how you how you adapted it. Same way I want to see Knights of Republic. And if you do that, I think they go too far off the handle like Assassin's Creed and all these other movies where they haven't followed the actual story that made it popular. Make it the same way. Keep it together. And I think you'll have a good movie. What do you guys think? Go ahead and comment. If you're brand new to the channel, if you're just watching this particular clip, because we will clip this one out, make sure that you subscribe. Check out the, the full show. But that's this one. We want to know what you think. Comment below and tell us exactly what you think. All right, Alex, if we move on over to uh, the, the next the next story, what do we got? Uh, let's talk about this Mandalorian episode and <laughs> what they recently uh, retconned. Um, it was in recent. It was recently established in Star Wars canon that uh, spoiler alert for the last Mandalorian episode here. Just want to put that out there. Uh, that uh, Boba Fett's armor was acquired by Cobb Vanth in a different way than was um, shown in the Mandalorian episode. Uh, Christian, do you want to talk about this a little bit? Sure. Yeah. This with is, it? Well, this was always something that, and this is, as Alex said, going to be a little bit of a spoiler uh, for the episode if you didn't see it. But this was always something that was a fear of when they said that everything is canon when everything is canon inside of books and comics what that means is okay well if that's canon that's the way it happened that's the way it went down and that's the way we're gonna tell the story no matter what but not all the directors and the producers and the and the showrunners and the uh, and even some of the story people felt they wanted to follow that and follow it now what I believe happened was that Filoni and Favreau were having conversations about how they figured they could play this in. And they said, look, 
Uh, Chuck Wending has a great thing inside of this novel. What if we use a lot of that? We change it up a little bit. It's just, it's, it's the books. We change it. I think that for me, I think Filoni pays more attention to the canon stuff that happens in TV and in film. And he takes characters and certain things that happen. But to him, that's what canon is. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that logic, but I think that that's what it is. I'm okay with it. And there's some changes inside of how the, the, the Jawas came about to have it and all these different things of the way when they put it together. They switch it up a little bit at this point. I'm just happy they use something from the novel and they, and they change it up. But do you does, does it bother anybody, uh, God, or does it bother you at all that they switched it up at all? Or, or the fact that they, they took it at all is, is encouraging? Um, I like this. I like this a lot because, uh, you know, I talked with Alex yesterday on my show and he was like, he, Cobb Banth is like a chapter of one book. Right. Like he's such a small minor character. Um, and you know, when, you know, Alphon got cast, we were like, oh, is he Cad Bane? Is he Cobb Banth? Like, you know, we were, and you know, a lot of people were saying Cobb Banth. And the minute he appeared, like I was screamed from the rooftops. One of my favorite actors playing a Marshall again. I love it. Uh, but no, I thought it was great. Uh, you know, the the article was saying like maybe Cobb Banth lied about how he got the armor, and maybe we'll have that confrontation. You know, now that yeah. Boba sees he doesn't have the armor, he's going to go back and to Mos Espa. Is that what it's called, Mos Espa? Yeah, Did but the, qu- right? the question is, how's that, how's Boba Fett going to make a play if he tries to get his armor back from from the Mandalorian? What's Omar what's his? What's his? Mia donated twenty dollars. Hey guys, long time listener and patron, first time donating. Today is my wife Maria's birthday and wanted to celebrate it here. Could I get the CNN anchor wishing her a happy birthday and questioning why JT is her favorite Schmodown player? (laughs) A hundred percent. Yes, Maria. Maria. So today is Maria's birthday. And there's reports about Maria and what she has said in the past about certain Schmodown competitors. So, we're getting special re- inside information that came. And by the way, check out my podcast. If you haven't heard of my podcast, check out my podcast. We'll be breaking this all down today. So, go on to my podcast and listen. We'll be recovering this over and over and over again. My podcast, not affiliated necessarily with this network, but it is kind of. Listen to my podcast. So, happy birthday, Maria. JTE, that's who you're choosing to root for. He, the man can't pronounce dinosaur names. And I, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, let's let's get into let's get into. Um, uh, this review that Kate's going to shock the world with here. So, Kate, you, you, you didn't Ooh, like I, the episode, huh? No, I, I, it's not Summer that I didn't like the episode. Oh. Oh, R.I.P. Sir Sean Connery. His yes. film legacy will live on forever. I personally will remember him being played by Daryl Hammond on SNL Jeopardy. Cracks me up every time. Every time. A leather glove. Best. I'll it's take something- the rapist. Yeah, it's something that you drink out of. A leather glove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's the best. Um, Okay, you hated the episode. I did not hate the episode. This is what I will say. Uh, Does the Mandalorian tell an incredible story? 
Absolutely. Did this episode tell an incredible story? Absolutely. I think the story is exactly it's it's great. I love the story. I love the arc. I love how it's connected. I love that there's stuff. I was disappointed in both the script and just some of the production choices. Mm. Now, I also know that this is me being nitpicky. And I think part of it is because like there's such expectations. And like, so I, of course, maybe I'm looking for things so I can totally own up to that. But for example, the, the, the crate dragon, dragon. Yeah. the crate dragon comes like they're looking for it. He comes out. There's like two seconds. They all see it coming out. And then the Mandalorian says, there he is. Yeah, yeah, we're all looking at it. That's the dumbest line in the whole world. Like, there he is. You know, he's massive. You don't need to tell us there. Well, here's what, here's what, and this is what we'd all say. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. You can't exactly. do that. <laughs> yes, I know. But then also, like, they're on the speeders, like the, the, the marshal in here on the speeders. And the marshal gives all of this exposition just in a normal voice just tells him his whole life story while they're next to each other on speeders no like so no he was just like oh the way i came about this and i'm like "Ah." and it's just to me it's like this is just distracting to me because like that's a choice that was made that like a director was like yeah this is when we'll do the exposition the exposition is fine i don't care about that like going into the but like at least start it off because now I'm like, how are they talking to but, each other on this? But, does, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. It doesn't bother you that you can hear space blasts in space and explosions in space. I mean, it's just part of the. It's it's the it's it's the no, way Star Wars. Christian, that is so different than what I'm talking about. Ah. I'm talking about on Earth that you're in a car like that's like at a party scene if, if there's like a loud party and somebody's not like hey let's go to the other room if somebody was just like hey let's go to the other room like, i know it, i get it i, I understand i'm just that. saying i'm just I, saying it's like little things like that yeah, little choices stuff. like that yes that i just sort of feel like that wasn't and like and you know i can't stand amy sedaris in the show uh, she was she was <laughs> i i had an i had an issue with her too i i i love her as a comedic actress i love she, her too she is such she is in such a different show than the show that was made uh, that came. She's like, it was, it was, it was, it was bad. She's like, I, I, when, when she showed back up, I was like, oh man, it, it wasn't as bad as the first scene that she ever shows up in, but it's still like, she's like, oh, there's, oh it looks like he likes robots now. And it's yeah. like, oh man, it's like, let's, let's get out of this scene. It's, she, you're just she not there long enough. She's in the Hey Mando sitcom show we were pitching. Yeah. Yes. She's in Hey Mando. <laughs> she, she, she really is. And, I do. And- I also think some of the creatures didn't look like the guy that's running away from the boxing match looked like Bebop and Rocksteady from oh, the, the Turtle. The, the, Gamor- like, ah. the Gamorrean? Yeah. He just like the way he was running away. I was just sort of like. Oh. That being said, do I, is the story incredible? The story's incredible. Like, and the truth is like, look any show that that's is this good like the story is this good like then it's just for me it's like well this is also perfect these little moments are taking me out of it because it's like Mm -hmm. there he is the mando's gonna say there he is after you all like it just was stuff like that that i was like that being said i think i also felt like there were some clunky moments of other episodes in the last season i know there's gonna be an episode that absolutely blows my mind in this and that's gonna be flawless through and through i just this it wasn't this one, and obviously the big reveal is incredible. So, yeah, well, again, so that's my if, take. 
if you guys do have an issue in general with any of the Mandalorian type of stuff, but the thing when it comes to the retcon uh, with the novels, right, and the uh, the comics and the way that they change things up, does that bother you or do you like it in general that they're actually taking characters now? Does that mean you're going to see Afra? Does that mean you're going to see other characters that have appeared? Does it mean you'll see things that kind of tie into other novels? That's the hope that it gives to me that I think I'm okay if they change things up a little bit. I'm okay if it happens to be like, well, that's the way a certain person saw. That's the way that maybe Cobb Vanth, uh, he, 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 the way that he looked at, at that particular thing. That's the way that that's the way he looked at it. Uh, but inside uh, the other people's perspective. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Go ahead. We're going to clip this one out, too. If you're brand new to the channel, make sure that you subscribe. Check it out. Uh, watch SEN Live every day. And now we're going to move on. Alex, we got some more stories here going on. What do you got? And by the way, for everybody else who's Trump out there. And, box oh, donated $20. Thank you. Sorry thank to you. interrupt, but are you guys going to talk about the new horror film from A24 and directed by T. West? I only bring it up because it's set to star Kid Cudi and I'm a huge fan of his music. I know nothing about it. Does anybody know anything about it? No. No. No, I don't know anything about it. So, uh, so we probably won't talk about it because I don't know anything about it. But, uh, you know, actually, before we move on, I do want to, I'm going to share my screen because I know I've been telling people about that we were going to finally let you know when it's available. It's available, ladies and gentlemen. It's available. <gasps> oh, the the Smash Cancer uh, shirt for Kevin Smets. This entire, any, all the proceeds, anything uh, that is purchased for this brand of uh, merch will go to Kevin Smets. It all goes to Kevin Smets for his fight against colon cancer, whether it is, you know, however he wants to use it. Hell, if it's just food for his, for his kid, we're going to make sure that he gets it. This is, a, this is the actual store itself. Uh, a lot of other things, we, we did put some other stuff on there. But this particular, there's a lot of cool designs uh, that, that, you know, Brian Ward came up with the design itself. Um, and then we, you, there's two different versions oh, of it. That's awesome, Christian. So there you go. So this is uh, this is available, and like I said, this all of the proceeds will go to Kevin Smith. So I'm going to go ahead. And, what do you guys see right now? Uh, the, the YouTube, YouTube chat. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I wanted to. Make, that's what. That's what I thought. But uh, but anyway. So I wanted. I wanted to just put the link in there. So the link is the links in there, and then I just put it in there, and you guys can go and get that today if you're able to go and get uh, Kevin's shirt. Support him. Let him know. Every dollar spent goes to Kevin and his family. So, uh, okay, Alex, what's next? All right, spooky season just ended now that it's November, but Scott Derrickson, director of Sinister and Doctor Strange, will direct and adapt Joe Hill's Black Phone. The story revolves around a young man abducted and locked in a basement stained with the blood of other murdered children, but there's an antique, uh, antique phone down there which rings from calls from the dead. Christian, are you... What do you think? <laughs> Um, for me, it's, it's, I think Derrickson's a really talented filmmaker and whenever it comes to horror films, it's like, okay, well, is it smart? Is it creepy? Does it, does it tell a good story? I don't like slasher films. I don't like uh, movies that just, uh, use jump scares. Derrickson doesn't seem to be that type of guy. Uh, so I'm always interested to see what he's going to come up with next. I thought what he did with Dr. Strange was pretty cool. So, I'm I'm down. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, how it comes out. But I mean, what do you, Kate? What do you think about this? Is this something that sounds? I this is this isn't on my radar at yeah. all. Yeah. Unfortunately, because um, I'm just I'm over here just I'm just thinking about 
there he is you know no um <laughs> yeah. no i don't know i mean it's just it's not it's just not on my radar at all yeah all right ben? um i'm kind of like I know Sinister is good, but I'm a big wuss when it comes to horror movies, so I haven't seen it. I don't think uh, I think we're gonna miss Derrickson and Doctor Strange too. I don't think he gets enough credit for like the visuals and the, like the storyboarding of that movie. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be good. I do think it's gonna be good. I like Scott Derrickson as an actor, and he tips really well. He came into my restaurant one time. He's a nice guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's like I'm not like pumped about it just because I'm not a big horror person. But that you you shouldn't take my word for it because I. Like ask Sabrina or like someone like that right. or you know Riley, right. like who I'm sure they're super pumped about this and they should be. He's a good. Director. What do you think, or Adam Collins? Yeah. Oh, it's right. Well, RB three, RB three. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I actually am excited about this. I did see Sinister. I do enjoy it a lot. I think it is one of the better horror movies. And I, you know, I do agree with Ben God. I think Dr. Shirt donated twenty dollars. Hey. You guys gonna bring back the black schmoes? No shirt with the yellow Star Wars text. Mine is falling apart. I still got that one. Uh, the answer to that is actually yes. We're going to do a lot of retcon um, or old school Schmoes shirts and Schmodown shirts that we're going to put uh, on the uh, Skybound website. So, And that Schmoes No shirt is, is going to be one of them. It's going to be the classic Schmoes No shirt that will be available on uh, the site. So, yes, the answer to that question is for sure. Um, yeah, but uh, Derrickson doing this is uh, it's it. it, it I, it's exciting. He's one of those kind of directors to look for. He's passionate about what he does. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's a good one for sure. Yeah. Um, moving over to before we get to our next story and letting everybody know. And, and a reminder, we're pretty far off from the goal at the moment. But if we hit $800 today in donations, what we will do is someone will sing us a song that you choose on the way out uh, of the song, uh, the, the full entire song they will sing the song karaoke style um and they will either embarrass themselves or impress everybody as Train it has happened so far. twenty dollars this Thank is to you. ease the tension but the mandalorian is the best thing to happen to star wars since the original trilogy instead of Agreed. satisfying only kids and families like the sequels did the show satisfies everybody jj abrams true. should take notes oh man i i, I threw a, i threw a, a, a stick of dynamite when I on my Twitter the other day, when I just I just wanted to make basically the same point that I made uh, here, that I make here all the time, and all I said was I stand by it. That uh, yesterday's episode of Mandalorian is why I'm fine without having Star Wars on the big screen. You can dedicate full one hour episodes to exploring the lore. Star Wars movies are too cramped. TV is the future of Star Wars, and I'm here for it. That was my statement, and I and I and I and people are like, well, I want both. I want both eventually. Right now, they don't have. In my humble opinion, right now they don't have a lock on the films. Um, it, it, and I'm not telling you that all you can't like all the movies. And and I think that everybody has a, a valid argument to say, I like episode seven, I like episode eight, I like episode nine. You, everybody, ha- it can be validated saying that. But I don't think that anybody can have an argument to say they had a plan of exactly what they wanted to do and tell one full story. 
And I think that that's what benefits Star Wars the most. When you can take an episode like The Mandalorian, which is essentially a, this episode is a side story. It's a side story, but it takes in all of our vision and everything that we wanted to do as kids and play with a fucking crate dragon, right? And do all these things and a bounty hunter flying out of a dragon's mouth and all this. But yet, it still plays into the lore of Star Wars in general. When you look at what happened at the very end, it plays into the original trilogy. That's one part of it. It also tags into the overall through line and story of what we're going to be set up for this season. It allows us more time. It allows us to set up a six to eight hour film. To me, that is more exciting uh, than, you know, than just cramming in certain movies. Will there be other creators and writers down the line that have a pure vision of what Star Wars movies can look like? It's certainly possible. I don't think that is in place right now. So that is why I believe that it is better to focus on television at the moment. I think Obi-Wan series with Deborah Chow will be significantly better than anything put out in, in, in film so far. I think that there's a lot of other things that they should develop. I'm curious how the Rogue One thing. Um, is anybody, uh, Ben, you, you a lot of times are, are on the opposite side of that. But uh, do you still feel the same after seeing what Mandalorian is doing? I mean, I'll always defend episode seven and eight. I really will. I love Force Awakens. I love Last Jedi. Um, I do agree that I would have loved to see a Han Solo series because I think all the 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 Kessel Run, how we got the dice, how we got his name, that would have been great if you got one of those things per episode. Yep. Like, hey, like we could have forgiven. Oh, you're by yourself solo. If that was the pilot episode and then seven episodes later, we would have forgotten about it. Forgot all about it. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I do defend the movies, but no, like I, I tweeted last night, like last, last week's Mandalorian was better than anything they've done in season yeah. one for me. Cause I like season one. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't on your level about it and that's totally okay. But right. I agree that I want, I'd rather see an Obi-Wan series rather than, you know, two hours of like, oh, we have to wander around the desert. Okay, now he's got to do this. He's got to do this. Oh, no, no, now he's got to do this. And I think it, it gives more room to be, to, to forgive that whole, that's not my Luke Skywalker. That's not my Obi-Wan. It gives a little more wiggle room to that. I actually, yep. I have a couple of questions about that episode. Well, first of all, we didn't even get to talk about how my vagina featured prominently in this oh, yes. episode. Yes, it did. Well, yeah, of course it did. But something. Speaking of the Sarlacc pit, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out. I thought when when Boba gets dropped into it, and they're going to drop Han in and everything. Yeah, so yeah. It was, it was the, from above. Great dragon in this. In He's this. a great dragon. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> He's just he just lives in my empty Sarlacc pit. But I thought it was from above. So then when they show the. It, so I guess I'm trying to just actually understand. This is not a criticism. I'm, I want to understand. They were, you know, they're on that, the the ship. They're going to get tossed in from above. Like the whole, the Sarlacc is like, you look mm -hmm. down into it. Yeah. But the way the crate dragon lives, the way that they walk in, the way, the way that the Tusken Raiders walk in in Mandalorian episode one, it's like a cave like to the side. Are we supposed, like, is that just supposed to be the side of the Sarlacc pit? Do you know what I'm asking? I, the way I looked at it was that was a cave that there was a Sarlacc pit inside it. Inside it. Okay. That, I was like, that's this what is I thought, but I could be, I could be wrong. $20. Hey, Christian, yeah. can you do a fight commentary of Martin versus Grandma at the DMV? Oh. Martin Ooh. versus who? Grandma? Grandma at, D, at the DMV. DMV? Oh, uh, you got to send me links. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got to get, you got to give me links because I don't have, I mean, if I, if I don't have, if, 
if I don't have links for it, I can't. I can't just bring it up. Also, um, Christian, the yeah. other cool thing I was going to say is, would you see a Dave Filoni, John Favreau movie if they made a Star Wars movie? It's uh, absolutely. And, okay. and and also to jump into it, I'll see any Star Wars movie that comes out in theater. It's not like it's like oh they all stink. It's and and even what Ben just said, he said, well I'll still defend the movies. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about you, but you it. Ben, you can't defend that there was a plan because it's even been it's even been said by the actors and everyone else. There was no plan. That's the thing that right now, the way that they're visioning movies and the way that they're visioning television is significantly different. The film, it seems like so far, what movie do you want to make? OK, go ahead and make it. And what about you? Well, I don't really want to do what that guy did. I want to do something a little different and change it up. That sounds cool. Go ahead and do it. And what about you? Well, I didn't like what that guy did, so I'm going to do my own thing. Well, it doesn't really fit with anything that happened in the other two movies, but go ahead, do it. There's no chance that happens in Mandalorian. You, the, the series would be an absolute disaster if they did that. You can't imagine. Imagine if, if Deborah Chow came, if said, well, you know what? I know what you guys set up in that last episode, but I'm actually going to switch it all around and I'm going to change it up. And instead of him doing that with the kid, he's going to do this. And it's not going to fit anything that you guys did uh, because it's my vision. I'm a talented director and that's what I want to do. And I'm not blaming the director at all, because it's if 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 the if the powers that be said, yeah, go ahead and do that, then you should do it. It's just I'm not, and and I will also say, and this is not a let's pissed on the last Jedi uh, uh, hour because I dislike that movie more and more every time I watch it. I dislike it every every time. It went from it, it's amazing how much I dislike that movie. However, it is the best made film out of the three of them. It's my least favorite out of the three of them. It's the best made. Ryan Johnson is a better filmmaker than J.J. Abrams. He just is. He's a better storyteller. He's a better filmmaker. Um, but it just, it just, I thought Sam Witwer's analysis of that movie is the most spot on. If you listen to why he doesn't believe it fits into the Star Wars mythology, I think that is the most spot on. Um, but anyway, it's a good movie. It's, it's a well-made film. It's a well-made film. But we went right back into that spot. Um, let's uh, let's go let's go back into some other stories, Alex. I apologize, and to reminder to everybody that we are uh, we're a little far off from the goal. So if you want to see anybody belt out a tune here today, go ahead and get us to that goal. Streamlabs.com/slash the schmodown. Alex, what's next? All right, we got uh, Dave Bautista will be leading Brad Payton's new movie, Universe's Most Wanted, which involves a spaceship carrying the universe's most wanted and dangerous criminals crashing into a small town, with Bautista playing the intergalactic peacekeeper tasked with getting them bad boys back in line. Thoughts? Yeah! This <laughs> 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 is back in a big way, boy! That, that's... Is that for you? Is this one for you, Brett? Are you going to take the kids out, out of quarantine? Hell yeah. I think it said ragtag in that article, too. Which, I mean, if there's a, if there's a ragtag group of anything, I'm for it. It's time to ragtag it up. You know you're about to get a text from your daughter saying, quiet, please. Yeah. All right. This is the this is that kind of movie that would have that Jeremiah uh, uh, yeah. kind of music and, and voiceover kind right. of thing, too. Absolutely. Do you... Uh, Ari, what do you think about? But Batista needs to get a little more love as an action here. This might be a good one for him. What do you think? He got He got to get a better agent, man. I don't know what's going on with these. I mean, this and Stuber. I mean, this is this is tough, man. I mean, I, I think this is a good idea. This could be good. This could be good. Brad Payton's a good director. But, I mean, he's also done San Andreas, and this looks like it could be a San Andreas with space aliens. I don't know, man. To me, you know, 
for me, I want to see Dave Batista and just a knockdown. He needs to get in one of those Joe Russo like extraction kind of movies. You know what I mean? He just needs yeah. to get. He just needs to get in one of those hand in hand combat kind of. I don't think the you big. Think, act, you think this one's? You think this one's a little too uh, too uh, cotton candy? Well, I just don't. I don't see what the market is for it. I mean, is are we going to see this Brett. in the theaters? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I see. I liked my spy, but I think he's kind of immediately been thrown into this. You know, there was Arnold action hero, and then Arnold kindergarten cop, and he yeah. went straight from action to kindergarten copville, and didn't well, get the, to live the out Rock this. Did this too? Remember, you know, he had Tooth Fairy. He had gameplay. Yeah, well, he, had, he, had a, he had a deal because because he had a deal with Disney. Yeah, so when he when he came out, I forget how many pictures he had to do with, with Disney before he could pictures. Yeah, picture films. I love that. He said pictures. I like it. Yeah. Uh, how many pictures does uh, did the Rock need to do with Disney before he get out of his contract? We'll see. He's got a three picture deal coming in hot <laughs> off of his last couple of one. He's not body slamming anymore. What's he doing now? Now you'll be seeing him with a pink tutu as he tries to save a little boy's life. Uh-oh. Make sure that you tune in to this week's episode of Dwayne Johnson Saves the World. Brought to you by Dapperdan. Dapperdan. Absolutely. Pick up a pick up some tab at your store, even though back in these days they didn't have tab. But it's off the shelves anyway now, so it's a proper reference. My lungs feel great after these Paul Malls. <laughs> And while you're at it, try some of this black tar heroin. They said the only way to get over chicken boxes to get it. It's the same with leukemia. Am I right? Right. People don't realize cocaine. Cocaine serves a lot of problems. You can't get a toothache. Cocaine. Must. You're feeling a lot better now, aren't you, Sparky? <laughs> Whiskey on the thumb is the, the old way to go. It's cocaine on the gums. <laughs> That's right. Gonna do an interview on uh, a news broadcast. Make sure your jaw isn't going back and forth at 100 miles an hour. If you can make sure that you can do it, then do it. <laughs> then nothing works better than a lady with a vacuum than a lady with a vacuum on the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Powder knows. Powder knows. That's right. Power it up. All right. Listen, before we, before we move on, we are going to uh, let you guys know one more time. If we can turn the schmobot off just for a moment. Uh, not only are we excited to tell you about this one, Brett, Brett and I have both been... Uh, very excited, very excited about this one because the pandemic didn't just test our country's economic endurance. It exposed how living an unhealthy lifestyle, it really can increase your risk. This is why I recommend to you guys to take Field of Greens. What is that? Well, it's by Brickhouse Nutrition. Take it every day. While other health products boast about one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with how many? 18. That's right. Clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. It can support a health immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Field of Greens is loaded with antioxidants, pre and probiotics. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, you stir it up, done. So I set off for one vegetable when you can have the entire field of greens. How do you do that? Well, I'm going to tell you. You go to fieldofgreens15.com, and what happens when you do that? You get 15% off your first order with the promo code SDNLive at checkout. 
That's fieldofgreens15.com. It's available in two flavors, and both are great. Fieldofgreens15.com. Use that promo code SEN Live because I know a lot of people who say, ah, I'm just going to grab a pizza, shove a pizza in my face, and I'll just, I guess I'll have a salad later. I know I need to, but I'm not going to do it. This knocks that out in one shot. 15. 15. Use it. 15. You're going to get 18 freaking vegetables. It's amazing in one shot. Do it. All right, moving on over, Alex. We, uh, I guess you know. I guess we can just get into this review because this is. Some, I'm hoping that I'm not the only one to review it. But if you're joining us on the channel on this particular clip out, this is a review, and what this review is going to be is a, is of the five part docu series of the Comedy Store. Um, I just finished it last night. I had an interview with director mike binder which is available on this channel also if you're tuning in just for this particular review uh and this is one of the best documentaries that i have seen in a long time now am i biased because of my uh relationship with the comedy store i mean of course i am but but i also will tell you that it it has history it has humor it has heart it has inspiration there's so much inside of this documentary that you learn the history of what made this story this um this comedy club so historic and why comedians like myself and mark ellis hold it so near and dear to our hearts because of the opportunity and because it's of the the ability to really test yourself as a comedian comedian and you see how people from jim carrey to the the current door people and door staff now look at this place and the and they they show the big celebrities that have gone in and they show like the the comedic um uh, someone like brian holtzman who if you have been to the comedy store you know him immediately but if you don't know if, if you've never heard of him it's because he's not a mainstream guy and will he ever be i i, I certainly hope so but it's doubtful because of the type of co- comedy that he does is risky there's a great conversation a great conversation that starts off episode five with mike binder joe rogan whitney cummings jay leno uh bill burr and uh and i can't remember i think there's a couple other comedians but they're on top and they're talking about how it's unsafe for comedians now to really do their thing because everybody wants to take their words and use it against them and and conversations we had on collider live many times about how certain things there's a great interview that he has with louis ck inside of this thing it's ballsy it takes chances it doesn't it it really it's a comedian's documentary i loved it i could i wish that when i interviewed mike binder he said he had he had uh, enough footage to do 30 episodes or maybe even more and i wish that they would have given him more five episodes is great if it's on showtime you should watch it you should check it out highly recommend it uh it's five out of five schmoes for me i loved it did anybody else get a chance to see it yet no very sadly i did not all right well you guys need to check it out it's a docuseries yeah. and it's on uh and it's on um it's on there now uh so make sure you go and check that out so uh all right everybody so thank you for that one and if you're brand new to the channel please subscribe and do all that as you see this is a clip out we'll see you in a little bit but moving on over to our next uh our next uh well no you know that's that's really it i think that's that's the majority of it there's we we hit the we hit the big ones um kate i watched the nicole kidman show yeah you like it the, I mean, I am biased. My best friend is in it, but yeah. um, but who, who is she? Which one? Nicole is she? Kidman's no, your best friend. No, but Nicole Kidman. <laughs> no, sorry, it's not. It's not Nicole Kidman. It's um, it's Hugh Grant is my best friend. Oh, oh okay. good, good, good. It's good. weird. It's a it's a weird thing that we got going on. No, um, she plays Nicole Kidman's best friend in it. 
Uh, Nicole Kidman's best. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah the, well, the, she's the gonna, one that, that she's the closest with. The one that okay. she's like on the phone with. Well, the when when that, she's in when she's in the board the meeting. The ballet. Yes, the one that. Oh, like the oh, her first best friend, not her second best friend. Not, well, <laughs> yeah, she's exactly. Got a, yeah, she's got she's got a couple friends in it, but it's yeah. it's, it's, it's third best friend now. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting so far. It's. it's I think it's. So I think like I really think as I said I don't know if it's the best writing per se, but and I like I there's some performances. David E. Kelly, right? Yeah, but I got to tell you, I think it's going to be, it reminds me of, um, did you guys watch that show, the Cynthia Erivo, um, the out, the the Outsider, Outsiders, what was that? It was an HBO show also. Mm, I remember, um, but. But it was, um, God, uh, somebody will tell me. Outsiders. Yeah, the Outsiders. 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 Yeah, Outsiders. Yeah, that's right. Outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stephen King one. Rob Lowe. It was Logan. the Stephen King one. It was the Stephen King one. Yeah. yeah, it was. It's definitely um, yes, exactly. Ben Mendelsohn. That it reminds me of that. Has that vibe? It's like eerie, and you're like, wait, what? And it's just also being a wife and being like, if my husband just disappeared, like what? Right. The f-? Like it just. It's like I'm like, what happened? Have you Have you watched both or just one? I've watched both. The first. Okay, two. I've only I've only we yeah. sitting. I only watched one last yeah. night. Yeah, I don't I watched- know how I got it early. I don't know what list yeah. I got on that I got it early, but I watched it like last week. But I I'm really excited for it. And I watched and I watched the end of Borat finally. Um, uh, God, <laughs> <laughs> RB RB three. There's there's a moment and, and and everybody's talking about obviously the Giuliani thing with the when he he's putting his hand on his ball bag, you know, and and yeah. he's doing his thing. First of all, I'll tell I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, when I, watching the scene, if you haven't seen the scene at this point, it's it's been out long enough. I don't think he was he was trying to whip his hog out. I I I don't. I think he shouldn't have been in the fucking room, and I think he's a creep on wheels. Uh, I, I think that he was—he absolutely was trying to get laid. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Yeah, but I don't. Th- I think. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like he was like, and 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 the funniest part about that whole thing is not that scene. Is not that part. The funniest thing. The book, right? Part, it's it's not the book's great, but no. When there's a part, so just uh, it's a mild spoiler at this point if you haven't seen it. But like, so. And, I, and I've warned you, so if you don't want to hear about it, jump out. Fucking Sasha Baron Cohen comes in as a sound guy. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. And he starts talking to Giuliani, and he tells Giuliani, he's, he's like, she'll, she's like, he's like, get out of here. She'll be a nagging wife. And Giuliani looks at him and goes like this. He goes, no! <laughs> oh, randomly. I pissed myself. So, so funny. The way, no! Like, he's trying so hard to be in favor with this girl. And it's so... Well, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't under the understanding that Mr. Mr. Cohen was going to be here and, and trying to get me to touch my ball bag. So I was, um, so instead I was, I was very protective of this young woman and I, I had to make sure that, um, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't flop out my ball bag at the wrong appropriate moment. Thank well, that was, see the thing when the sound guy thing happened, I, I was like, Rudy, how'd you not know right then and there, like to get out right of there. that room? Cause he was trying to, cause he was trying to get laid. Cause he was trying to get laid. Here's, here's this young blonde woman who's telling him how like she you know she she's like uh obsessed with him and so yeah yeah, he's like it's okay young lady because the thing is if you're a politician and that's where first of all there's no camera people in there those are mounted cameras okay if you're a politician at his at his stature why in the fuck would you be alone why would you be alone if you knew at one point you're just like listen yes just be around be there like as soon as because if you're his handler, as soon as that interview is over, have you ever been in an, an interview? I, I had an interview with Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And when I finished with Ryan Gosling, they're like, all right, Ryan's getting the fuck out of here. And they pretty much took him up, threw him in a limo, and that was the end of him. That's, we didn't even see him. He's just sitting there by himself. 
no one's around and like they're just, they're just like outside and by the way Sasha Baron Cohen he was like hiding in the closet as the sound guy so Julian was like, how the fuck this guy get in here like oh it's it's insane the fact I mean that dude's a ballsy motherfucker man he really is donated fifty dollars hey to Captain America Civil War spoiler Showing Ant-Man's big reveal for the airport fight oh, yeah. scene. Hmm. Hopefully yes, you can reach the goal for Sen Karaoke. I want to see Brett's singing chops. You guys oh, so stay you want to see. All right, well, he wants he wants Brett, but you know, it's, it's the person that gets... Uh, we're, we're a while away, so if you guys want us to get to... Uh, if you want someone to take us out with a, uh, with a song today, we're trying to get to the goal of 800. So if you're able to donate, go on over to streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. Get those donations in. We've got about an hour before uh, we try to reach that goal to see who's going to sing. I, I want to see Brett sing also, but we'll see if it's going to happen. Um, I, I do, I do want to say on that Borak thing, one more thing, though. Like They yeah. did use the magic of editing a little bit to exaggerate yes. that, that ball-touching thing because he definitely, like, I think you could definitely tell they took a two-second clip and then put every single angle on yeah. it like to, to, it, to spice I, it up but i don't but, think he i don't think he was pulling out his hog i don't he was just fluffing it up a little bit <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he didn't want to get like you know right it's just yeah. prep work it's prep work <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Is, that's what it is i i think he had every do you want to go into the room with me and have a drink at that point you say no thank you I'm out. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm out. Because it's just like, oh, well, you know, I was going to go have a drink with her in her bedroom and just, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to talk about, you know, my appearance on Saturday Night Live back in the day. So she was a big Saturday Night Live fan. She wanted to know what Kristen Wiig was like. No, no, no. You lay on the bed. You're in trouble there, Rudy. And I also have to say the way I, I agree with you, RB3, I think, and with you, Christian, too, I think it I think it's not as cut and dry as they were trying to make it seem. It's not. I mean, yeah, but, uh, but the tr- also listen to the way he he goes oh, 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 when they when Sasha Baron Cohen comes. Oh, in. yeah, he's guilty. Yeah, yeah. He's he knew. What? And, 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 and oh. no matter what you need, no man should be that is in a position of power. No, should go into a room. No, absolutely not. With a whiskey. No. Into a hotel room. No. With no, unless you are intending to yeah. do the thing that and you're. And no one's in the room. Like I said, people don't realize that it, this it's is just bad mounted. Optics. Those are yeah. bad optics. Those are mounted cameras in there mm-hmm. that were taking angle shots, right? Too. She told him she'd never been on camera before. I mean, that was bad. That was bad. Oh, yeah, was bad. Guil- guilty issue. Because he goes, well, Who are you? Who are you? What are you? What's, what's going on? Who are you? Who are you? Like, he's, I mean, he is. He's guilty. When I used to- but, like, I don't, but I don't yeah. think he was pulling on his weed. When I used to, no, I agree. When I, when I used to work with kids, I like with teenagers and I would, we would live in a dorm with them in the summers. I would never, ever, if a kid needed to talk to me, I'm like, I have to leave the door open because I'm a, I'm an adult in a position of power. I don't want there, like, I want there to be no question as to what, like there's, right. there has to be visibility. That's, there had like, it, you, I, yeah, would if, never, I mean, it was especially a today. It's like, when you know, it's like, dude, listen, uh, Hey, uh, Biff, Louie, Come in and just stand there, and as soon as this interview's over, let's let's get out of here. You know, plus the fact I I've been a, I've I I don't have the best track record. I don't trust myself, so uh, you know. Let's, well, it's let's, almost like they knew, look. like they they yeah. almost almost like they knew, like uh, he's gonna do the, go do the thing he does. We got to give him the space. You know, what I mean? right? That's, yeah. yeah, that's right. They, they were they're guarding the door, and they're probably how because Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen hid inside of the fucking room, and they and, who's. 
Who's on his security <laughs> detail, by the way? That's what I was going to say. Like, you know luckily, what I mean? it was just this, it was just boring. Yeah. Not, yes. not something more serious. Something more serious, yeah. That's game over. <laughs> but you know, but that's what I mean. It's like, dude, like, who is on your security details? Like, and anybody says, well, it's set up. You're, why would Giuliani set himself up? <laughs> it's like, yeah. that was, I mean, that he did not look good. Anyway, it's just such a crazy, Kate it's a crazy. Star Wars donated $20. No. This episode is to plucking serious. Why does Kate hate Star Wars? Why Kate? Why do you hate our childhood? What did Star Wars do to you? I just don't understand you anymore. My favorite person is Brett now again. Hi, Brett. I understand. There he is. Thank him. I understand. I all don't right. hate Star Wars. I well, hate some of the dialogue. Well, the all right, let's get <laughs> Alex. We're going to go to streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. Alex will be reading your uh, your questions. We're going to be here. Uh, hopefully we can hit our, our limit. If not, we'll, you know, we'll have to try it again some other time. But uh, we are going to try to hit our goal here today and, t- and, and do, a, do a song. But Alex, what do we got today on Streamlabs? All right. On Streamlabs, we got Wolf of Ball Street says, nice. hey, y'all. <laughs> Just wondering, imagine them convincing Clint Eastwood to direct an episode or two of Mando. I would worship Fabro if they're able to do this. Who are some directors you would like to see be added? What about uh, Mangold, Russo's? Thanks and cheers, people. I love your Mangold and Russo's. Uh, I mean, I think for the nostalgia purposes of Eastwood doing like a Western type thing, but I think that that episode is past now. I would love to see Russo's. I think Russo's, it's inevitable. I know that they, they love Star Wars. Um, their relationship with Disney, obviously, and they've been doing streaming stuff. So I, I think that's gonna happen if I was to guess. Uh, and I also think Mangold is a fantastic choice. I'd also like to see Matthew Vaughn. Those are those are the ones that I'd like to see. Matthew Vaughn was was rumored to do episode seven before JJ was. So RB3, oh. you got any choices here? Do you like to see? Um, I mean, I, don't know. I know they have Robert Rodriguez um, directing some future episodes, so I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see that. Um, ben, God, or how about you? Ryan Johnson. Boom. <laughs> uh, no, but like it'll never happen. But uh, Denis Villeneuve, I think, would make the most beautiful episode of Mandalorian. Ah. I don't know if "never happen" is a is is accurate anymore because of relationships of of things and, and having. You got to remember that how how much Star Wars inspired a lot of directors that being able to do it in this way that they're doing with the with the practical effects and kind of the old school OT way. I wouldn't be surprised if some if somebody like that came on board. I, I love it. Alex, you got anybody in, in particular? I've been trying to think of one, but Edgar Wright is my favorite director, so I'd love to see yeah. him do something, but obviously I don't think it would fit within the style that Fabro has established. So yeah. mm. uh, um, I can't think of anyone else. Okay. I'm going with C.G. Alfred Hitchcock. Is oh, yeah. That, is that yeah, a choice? Yeah, yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, that'll work. With James Dean as Hey Mando. Okay. Next one. All right, next one. Chris Jones says, have you played the Mandalorian drinking game? Take a shot every time a character says Womp Rat. Halfway through the season premiere and you're already dead. <laughs> they yeah, did no, say I... Womp Rat a lot that first episode. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, all, right, all right, next one. Next one. Uh, Malik uh, Tarrant says, promise I'll have more money. Uh, right, I'll one? have more money when my OnlyFans checks it hit. Nice. <laughs> Wait, did we miss? We missed uh, a- AD, no? AD. Oh, no, that's next. Next. Wait, that's next. ADE3356 says, Hi, guys. I just want to take this time to remember an acting legend, Sir Sean Connery, the original 007 who died this week at age of 90. Apart from Bond, he did some great films. My favorite movie is The Rock. Hi, Brett and everyone. Adrian mm. UK. Agreed. Respect. Hi, pay Adrian to the great uh, Sean Connery. All right, next one. 
Next one, Matthew Z. Reed says, Sup, everyone. Kate, we Here see you. Makeup is on fleek this morning. Oh, and thank you. Got your kids, and you got your kids in kindergarten all before co-hosting a live show. We see you, little mama. Thank <laughs> you. Matthew Z. Reed, by the way, his, I mean, that dude, he's so, I mean, he's so talented. He really is. Like his, his, his jams fucking crush. It's they so do. good. His beats are so good. Let's yeah. collab. You should, man. Have you, Absolutely. Have you, yeah. Because, yeah, you, uh, Alex, you remember him from yes. the Collider Live days. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, Definitely. He's really good, Maybe man. He's really good. Maybe the next little dicky or something. You know? He's so good. Uh, all right. That's next. Chris Jones donates again, says, Christian, did you notice that Amy Sedaris said, thank the Force in The Mandalorian, showing that some characters are aware of the Force. Does that necessarily mean they're aware of the Jedi, though? One would generally assume so. You would have to hope that all of Tatooine knows about Luke Skywalker and Anakin. I mean, for God's sakes. I mean, it's like, it's like no one, uh, it, you know, it's, it's like um, fucking it, Don Mattingly was one of the best players on the Yankees ever. And if everyone from Indiana, oh, look, shit, go to, go to LeBron James. It's like Cleveland going, who? Who's that? Who, LeBron James, you ever heard of him? Nah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Even if you don't know basketball, how do you not know LeBron James? How do you not know Luke Skywalker? How do you not know Anakin Skywalker if you're on Tatooine? So I think that everybody should know about it. Can I, I've always wanted to ask that question because even in the original Star Wars, like, oh, like you fought in the Clone Wars. Oh, like the old Jedi Order, your mythic ways. Like, wasn't the Clone Wars like 20 years before A New Hope took place? Like, they always talk up, and, you know, right. um, in The Mandalorian yeah. where – the armor is like, oh, they used to fight these evil wizards that, you know, old Mandalorians used to fight, you know, like these, uh, like, I can't remember what she calls Jedi, but she doesn't refer to them as Jedi. That's like this ancient uh, right. other force. Like, do people in the Star Wars universe just have the worst long-term memory? Like, it's just like, it just like wiped clean every time a war happens or something. I know. I know. It's like, it's like that's what well, the rumors are like, because even, even from Force Awakens from Jedi, it's like they, 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 thought that Luke was a rumor or this or that. It's like, everybody should know about that guy. It's like, yeah. I don't think, wait, uh, I heard, wait, uh, wait, Patton's real? General Patton? That's a real guy? Yeah. That's a fucking real guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's riding around in tanks, blowing people up. You know, of course, yeah, he's a fucking real That's guy. He helped win the war. That was in the 40s. Like It'd be like me asking, was George Bush real? Right, well, right, 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 right. Because how close right, it is. That's how long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You can't. But you don't know what kind of education system they have in the galaxy. Like, people yeah. ain't got history books. Like, maybe when but, people wait, are born, they're just not, they're just not taught things, you know? Like, I mean, but if you know about storm, she knew about stormtroopers and she knew about like the war and she knew about all these fallen machines. She should know that. Oh, yeah. Well, the, why are they fallen? Well, because this guy, Luke Skywalker, uh, him and his friends blew up uh, the Death Star twice. Like yeah. everybody would know, you know, you mean you you'd learn that before you even went to school. Yeah, sure. Is it, doesn't she say? And she's like, somebody in the episode goes, the, the Death Star, the second one. That's <laughs> that, that was that was in in uh, in yeah. Well, in the episode. Episode. That. yeah. It yeah, was the yeah, Smithy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which is <laughs> which that, is great. Was, I love that they yeah, did that. He was yeah. he was great in that. By the way, well, I think well, that's that, what I love. Acknowledging all that lore, like that's 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 the type of stuff that drove me nuts. Uh, I don't want to keep going into this, but uh, yeah. but. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, and when she's like, like, you know, you can't get good help these days. I don't even know who to complain to. Yeah. Robots. Ah! <laughs> like that... <laughs> that was yeah. That was good. I forgot about that line right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to complain to anymore. Oh, you, know, oh, you, you like robots she, now? Oh, you know, you know where she would have fit perfectly in the Christmas special? 
<laughs> she would have fit perfectly in the Christmas. Movie. You know what she would fit perfectly in? Being my sister, uh, the sister of my manager character. That's yes. what she would fit perfectly. Too. Yeah, I think, I think she she's going to turn. Is yeah. it bad writing? Is it just? It's it's not bad writing. It's 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 she. Deci- what I think is because she's such a legendary comedic actress is when they brought her in and they had her play it this way. They put, oh, that's amazing, Amy. That's so good. Do it like that. Do it like that. And it's like it's it, it's so. Like it's so misplaced. It's so misplaced and so crazy that both Favreau and Filoni have been like, "Yeah, it works. It works perfectly." I think she's going to be like the Jar Jar. I think she's going to be like mm-hmm. the Jar Jar of the uh, series, where it's where it's like they love what, exactly what she's doing. They're going to put her in way more, and every time she pops up, I've seen a lot of people just kind of keep putting. And it's not her as an actress again. I think she's a legend. I think she's a comedic legend. I think she's super talented. She just Strangers doesn't fit into this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, she is. She absolutely is a comedic legend for people uh, inside of uh, that that know her and how she, she's she's underrated. But she absolutely is. She's she's mm-hmm. been around for. A long, I remember when Bonnie did a movie with her and watching her, like seeing what what she was doing. She's a very, very talented comedic actress. And you um, haven't seen Strangers with Candy. That's the one you gotta watch. Watch that TV show if you want to. Yes, know a little bit about. Great. If you want to know a little bit about Amy Sedaris. Yeah, she is a comedic legend for for especially for com- for for comedians. Yeah, maybe not to you guys because you guys don't know her as well. But she absolutely like it, you know when people you you work with certain people and be like you're gonna work with Amy Sedaris. You're like fuck yeah like that's like that is if someone told me. Mm-hmm. Someone told me tomorrow that we're going to have her on this show. I don't give a shit how I don't think she fits in Mandalorian. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Get her on tomorrow just to watch her play, go back and forth and watch her play. Um, So, yeah. But anyway, all right, let's get to the next uh, question. Once again, guys, get your donations in streamlabs.com slash the schmodown. If you want the karaoke to happen today, uh, you know, we're trying to hit that goal 800 if you're able to do it. Let's see if we can do it. All right, what's next? I do want to pose one more thing about the Star Wars thing. I don't want to harp on this, but yeah. we in America, like we forget about things all the time. Like, hey, I think <laughs> I think people forget that we're still in like the Iraq War. So I don't I don't put it past the people in Star Wars forgetting that being, the Clone being, War happened. You know, forgetting I mean? that you're in it as opposed to it ever happening are two different things. Yeah. Like it's not like we'd be like, wait a minute, we f- we we went to Iraq once. It's like it's like when you're like if my if my <laughs> nine-year-old was like why do we fight in iraq like okay we'll sit down we'll tell you the story right it's like but that's like that's like and again that's a it was a it was a pretty big and significant thing that happened in this in in the world's uh history but this is the fucking whole galaxy this is the whole galaxy it's like they had everything it's like okay wait why aren't yeah yeah you know when we were younger these guys in white suits running around shoot tyranny all that why did it stop who who stopped it? I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> and I forgot. How old were you? I was like twenty seven when it happened. <laughs> well, what happened? How, you don't know what happened at all? Nah, they're just not here anymore. Oh, you ever hear Han Solo? Who? Oh, Jedi. What's that? The f- what was this like a mind wipe? Did the Men in Black come in? Like what happened? Yeah, I mean, universe is a big place, though. It's a big galaxy. I, I don't know. I say I, I can't even remember the beginning of 2020. I'm be honest with y'all. So <laughs> just, there might be so much crazy stuff that happens. You know what I mean? Just people forget. Like they might be you, too you, busy you, getting stormtroopers you, you, in the door. Like, no one should have forgotten. Oh, Luke fucking Skywalker. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Space Google yet. All right. 
So uh, I th- I don't think we're hitting the I don't think we're doing karaoke guys today. So you're gonna be you're gonna be all right because uh, uh, yeah, the audience decided to uh, fuck off. Uh, all right, streamlabs.com slash the schmodown and make sure if you want to if you want to uh, go on over to the podcast link. Go and subscribe there today. That has uh, that has helped significantly. So go on over there and check it out. All right, uh, let's get to some more. Ultimate Fight says round two. Who would win in a fight? A pen or glue? Mm. Glue. Because it depends on the glue. If it's super glue, for glue, I think. I was gonna say if it's super glue, then then glue. But if it's like Elmer's, I'm gonna go with a pen. Pen. Yeah. Pen. The, right. the, glue could jam, the, the glue could jam up the pen though, so I go with glue. That's go, true. I'm glue. Yeah. glue. The penis but, mightier. Good. <laughs> we're gonna need more. Again, we're gonna need more specifics on this. What kind of glue? What kind of pen? You, you, you're given. These are too vague, and they're making me angry. I'm yeah. angry that you're asking these questions. Um, I, I see. I see this next one from your mom. And I appreciate the the comedy behind it, but I, I don't even want to get into that type of conversation. So let's just go into uh, Scotty doesn't know. All right, Scotty doesn't know. Jason Wade says R.I.P. 007. I hope when Sean Connery gets to heaven, there is pussy galore. Oh, uh, well done. Oh, well, done. Jesus. well done. Well done. Well done. Yeah. All right. Doc Red Two says, "Random Mandalorian spoiler thoughts. I think I'm alone in this, but I don't see Boba Fett returning as an antagonist. Why wait so long to hunt down his armor? May maybe." My bet he's retired himself. Also, he also could totally see this being his only appearance this season. I don't think you're alone with this. I'm on your page. I think this is a misdirect. I don't think he's going to be a bad guy at all. He was working for Jabba the Hutt to make some money. He's a, he, was a, he was a bounty hunter that was paid to get Han Solo, and he was, and he was still on his, on his mission. He was still working for the gangster when, it was, when all shit went down. I think he's going to wind up helping the Mandalorian out. I agree with you. I think he, they think they're, and because of uh, John Favreau's love for him, I think they're going to switch it. I think they're going to make him an old uh, badass, and I think he's going to be a good guy. I don't, I don't think that's his only appearance. I don't think you bring in Morrison for one, for one little appearance like that, but I think he absolutely is going to be a good guy. This, or, not good guy, but he's going to be fighting on their side. I think uh, this time around, I don't think he's going to be a bad guy. I think they set it up. Does anybody else think that that's uh, not? I don't know. Bubba was a little shit in Clone Wars. I'll say that much. <laughs> he was, but he was, but he was still fighting for. He was still. You were still kind of on his on his side. You know, he was still. He wasn't. He he was like just leading the bounty hunters. You know. I think there's going to be some opposition, and then I think there's going to be a team up. Yeah, I was gonna say because uh, Ma- uh, Mando is uh, is pretty set in his ways. He uh, he's, he lives in a pretty. Um, uh, I thought he was gonna let Cobb Vanth keep the armor after he saw what good it could do there. Nope. But the I didn't, I almost didn't like that he took the armor at the end of the episode. I thought he was gonna be like, you know what, you keep it, you earned it, you protect these people, you keep it. I, I didn't like that he that he. Well, that was my oh, one really? criticism. Of, I yeah. didn't oh, understand see, why I'm, he needed it. Why did he uh, need it? See, that's. That is that okay. that to me. Yeah. So you know that what? to me, I, I love I mic. love the fact yeah, that's right. I love the fact that they did that because <laughs> it keeps it keeps him I thought that it was the uh, so pure to his character. He follows the creed of the Mandalorians. He follows like he'll do he'll he'll help you out. He'll he'll if, if you if you show him like the respect, he'll help you out and he will and I think that we learn more and more about him, but he's 
all about the creed and the respect of the Mandalorians. And it, I don't care what you did. The, the fact is that is Mandalorian armor. Like if, oh, if so because I, I thought it was about finding who had worn it. I was like, he doesn't need the armor. No, to find no, he wants he wants it for okay. the Mandalorian. If it's for the Mandalorian culture, it's it's okay. like it it look Boba Boba Fett shouldn't have it. Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So 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 he's he's taking that for his culture for the people that have gotcha. raised him. So that that's why I, I love that he got it back, and I love that he stuck to his guns that he said no. This is this. Um, I did this for the Mandalorians. That's why I'm wondering, like, if he's going to get along with Boba because didn't uh, Jango and Boba steal their Mandalorian armor? Oh, I think Jango was. What the hell was Jango? I don't know. Even know what he was, but I know. That, I mean, obviously, he was um, unchained. Oh, you. Oh, just one more second. One more one second. One more second, and I would have <laughs> had that one. One more second. <laughs> um, so Everybody anyway. loves a good Django Unchained joke. It's <laughs> hilarious. I'm surprised the chat hilarious is hilarious movie. Yeah, great. Hovered. Great slave. <laughs> no, nothing better than a slave joke. Nothing better. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> just killing it, King. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's get to let's get to the next question. Adrian Soto donated fifty dollars. Thank you, Christian. Could you, you do a commentary on Dwayne Johnson's first appearance on the Fast franchise? With him fighting against Vin Diesel who started out as a street racer to Super Spy. I also enjoyed Daryl Hammond portraying Sean Connery on SNL Jeopardy. Mm. Oh yeah. As did we. Yeah. So what I would say, if you guys want those commentaries, like the Saved by the Bell commentaries and all that other stuff, um, which I really enjoyed doing and you guys seem to enjoy it too, go to the Facebook group and submit your clips there and then we'll we'll start to look at them. So go and uh, check it out. Um, okay, let's get to, uh, I think we're at Fifty Shades of Geek there, Alex. Mm-hmm. I have two responses to the spoiler character in WandaVision. One, yay! Two, confused, confusing, confusion. Yeah, it just depends on how they execute it. True. All right, next one. Next one from D-Train. It appears that director John Favreau is in critical condition from suffering severe back pain from carrying the Star Wars franchise. Oh, Next one. Next one. Fifty Shades of Geek is back. Rest in peace, Sean Connery. May he rest unshaken and undisturbed. Yep. Uh, Thank thank you so much. Popcorn says, Hi, Alex. So glad you're on every day now. Some movies make us cry, but do you guys have songs that make you cry? Mine are The Pan's Labyrinth Lullaby and Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely ones that get me emotional. I mean, I I tweeted out about it last night, and RB3 had seen it and responded. Uh, I think John Bryan is, is... criminally underrated as a composer and musician in general he his his um he's got a lot of great great songs but uh the punch drunk love score is pretty emotional and but it's the eternal sunshine stuff that really gets me there's a there's there's two peer pressure is the name of the song on eternal sunshine and row those are the two that always kind of get me but how about you guys for me it's a irish song that's featured in waking ned divine uh it's called the parting glass okay and it's about dying <laughs> oh, well, there you go. it's about it's about when i die uh like raise a glass to me and it's so beautiful and uh, everybody in my family's like we'll play that at our funerals right yeah we'll play that at our funerals. <laughs> i mean it's just like it's very dark yeah i will well, follow um, you into the dark by death cab for cutie oh yes mm. I would say the uh, the end song in Babel, and I can never get the name of it right. But uh, is that, that that last song in that movie is is, is there? Uh, also, the song from Arrival um, on the Nature mm. of Daylight uh-huh. uh, from from Max Richter. That was a that was a really great uh, piece of score too. You got uh, a friend in me. 
There you go. Oh, yeah. oh. Got to go with uh, my favorite song ever, which is by the Arctic Monkeys, called the Hellcat Spangled Sha La La La. Mm. That's because it's just a um, there's a huge moment, like a huge climax in it, and it just gets me gets me going. And of course, the importance of it that it had at the time it was released for me. Oh, also uh, Kanye West's Roses. That one's a that was a really uh, emotional song for me too. Which well, album is that on? Late Registration. Which also John oh, Bryan oh, oh, composed, oh, oh, too, which I mentioned. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. He's talking about his grandma being oh. in the hospital. Um, yes. Yeah. And also, family is that the, is family business on that one? That's, that's on College another. Dropout. Yeah, oh, College, college Dropout. dropout. God, yeah. that's a good song. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Next one from Sammy. My favorite Sean Connery movie is Dragonheart. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, okay. Good one. See that? There's a good one. Good yeah. Deep cut. Okay. Fifty Shades of Geek. Losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Losers whine about their best. Which and that's from uh, that's is that Untouchables? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. Oh. The Untouchables. Yeah, he said Untouchables. <laughs> God, that'd be that'd be great. great if he said it to Kevin <laughs> Oh, that'd be so good. It'd be great if he said that. It's an old old time. And he's like Al Capone's coming. He's like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. I, I'm, a, I feel like a loser. Yeah, losers whine about their best when yeah. go. Instead of pointing at the newspaper while he's dying, yeah. he's like, losers whine about Even their better. best. Yeah. That'd be great. I would just say, you know what? I now, I now, I now wish it was in the Untouchables. <laughs> yeah. See, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Uh, All right. Uh, what's next? From Bella. So, mo- so most of you guys were alive and old enough to see the Blair Witch Project. Were any of you able to see it thinking it was a true story? And has there ever been a movie marketed as well as that, in your opinion? Marketed, no. It was a much different time from the way they did it with because there was no social media to give it up right away. Like, fake. You know, it's like I remember being uh, in Tallahassee when it came out. And and they had, I forget what network it was on, but they had a special on it as if it was um, like the, the true story of the Blair Witch. So everyone thought that this thing was happening and then the movie came out everybody knew that it wasn't it wasn't real but like uh it 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 definitely caught a lot of buzz the way i don't think it could be done today because of the social media would which would ruin it within seconds like it ruins everything else um (laughs) (laughs) it definitely it definitely i i didn't see it when it came out and it definitely did not hold up it was it was really yeah it was i was just like oh that was it was I was in high school yeah I was in high school I did not think it was real but then we made our senior video like it was like a very big it was like Blair Witch Project was the influencer of that year like our whole Mm -hmm. entire senior video was based on it was found footage from this high school and then everything was through that line it was I mean yeah it was a it was a big deal when I came out nothing I yeah I agree with Christian nothing could be marketed like that anymore I don't think all right what's the next one Alex Next from Ben Castonia says, Hey guys, did anyone check out the new Netflix horror movie, His House? One of the best horror films in years, I think. Genuine, genuinely terrifying scenes and scares. Looking forward to the director's future work. The lead actors were amazing as well. Mm, no. Anybody check no. that out? No. no. Oh, yeah, well, thank you so much. No. Thank you, Ben. All right, next one from Matthew Z. Reed. Couldn't agree, couldn't agree more with Kate on those nitpicky things. There are so many in the first season. Love the episode, but some of those choices just make you scratch your head. Yeah, I get it. Thank you, Matthew Z. Reed. I think that I'm just looking at it now like a like a um, a live action version of like Rebels or something, you know. Mm. And I I can I can. There's a lot of stuff in the original trilogy that I think you have a lot of the same head scratching moments too. So I'm 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 a little bit more forgiving on as long as it feels like Star Wars 
for me and it does. So I'm, I'm and especially after these things I've been so kind of bummed at in the last like five years. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. All right. What's next? Next from Tim Copperweed. Forgive me if this has been asked. And I suspect it would be hard to do on your end logistically. How do you, have, wait, how do you have? How do you have Tim Copper? I see Alex Cross. Is this? Uh, I'm looking at the right column of it. The platform ID. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Is that yeah. what I should be reading? No, you should it's be using. It's you all right. All good. All good. Uh, donated twenty dollars. R.I.P. Sean Connery. I loved that the movie Kung Fu Hustle had an homage to his yes. role in Untouchables with the line, yes. "What are you prepared to do?" Right. What are you prepared to do? That's great. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Alex. So may, just, okay, uh, they, 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 yeah, yeah, sorry. They're, that's their username that they want to be used for. I apologize. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Cool. Alex All right. Cross. Uh, is there any chance the $10 MTS Patreon level and $10 SEN Patreon can be packaged for something like $15? I'm a $10 MTS Patreon and would love to support. Uh, yes, there is a possibility of that. We're, we're going to do some serious redesigning of both Patreons once we uh, finish the, uh, the season and we get into the offseason, which will start obviously after the spectacular in December. So uh, we want to package both of those. We want to do some more things, offer more stuff to both Patreons. So, um, so yeah, so thank you for asking that. Absolutely. All right, what's next? Well, Fifty Shades of Geek says, if you wanted Rick Astley to give you up, but he's never gonna give you up. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he be letting you down, therefore having told a lie and hurting you? <laughs> it's true. Wow. Real scum. Known each other for so long. <laughs> That's a good I one. Thought, I thought that was Alex at first doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 How right. dare you say right. garbage to that RB3? <laughs> garbage. RB3. I'm gonna have a button to the garbage. Well, it's, yeah. a different, it's a different thing for y'all because for, for us, it's a different thing because we got Rick Road a lot. I got Rick Road a lot when I was a kid, so I, I hate yeah. that song now. I hate it. Oh my god, every other YouTube video was a Rick Roll. It was insane. Yeah. Wait, what's Rick Roll? You don't remember what? Really? What? When you when you would wow. when you would go to open up a There's uh, what's the force? <laughs> there it is, right there. Garbage. Okay. Garbage. Do you, do you it's a know name I haven't heard in so garbage. long? Garbage. Dueling garbages. Do you do you know what uh do you really know what it is, kid or no? What uh, Rick Astley saying never gonna give you. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but what it, so basically what people would do they'd say like Oh, I, uh, uh, rare footage of Luke Skywalker and or Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill in a big fight, fist fight, and you go, "Holy shit!" And then you would click on it, and it'd be uh, fucking Rick Astley. Oh my god! What? What did I? Did I have to be on Facebook for this? What? No, did it was I, like YouTube. No, early YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. the, the the new version was oh, the porn star. Uh, the well-hung gentleman. That was the new Rick roll of 2020. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, that was where you go. Don't know that. Oh, it turn, uh, so and so has coronavirus. You can click on it. It'd be that, this that guy with this big moose gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I didn't. I also didn't know. That. I'll send you 90 of them. No, I, don't. <laughs> I guess nobody. I guess nobody sends me videos to watch. Oh, uh, well, Aww. I've got about. Guys? 96 that I've been sent. <laughs> yeah, that, that, just, that just means you haven't opened up your Instagram DMs ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's, uh, what's next? Fifty Shades Geek again says, my favorite Mandalorian is Doc Brown. He's a man and a DeLorean. 
Garbage. All right. I don't know about garbage. that. Garbage. <laughs> Double garbage. 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 Garbage, 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 garbage. All right, let's uh, let's get to the next one. Uh, God, okay. Uh, Mr. Anus says, Christian. God, there's some zeal behind that, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones, when, and this, this is Alex. Like, what did I so, uh, This is Alex. So Fifty Shades of Geek uh, says, oh, yeah. So, um, and then this one comes in from Aisha Kenya. Uh, Mr. Anus says. <laughs> Uh, it's so fun to say. Oh, I relish this. All right. What does Mr. Anus say? Mr. Anus says, Christian, I like I mentioned on Twitter, this Mando, this Mando episode is mostly a KOTOR mission. What other KOTOR missions would you like to see? The Jedi Enclave on Dantooine would be great. Yes. But, well, that's Star. Maybe Kashyyyk? I would like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to see some more stuff, and, and you know, and I totally missed that, uh, and I and I'll own it on uh, when I when I was doing the review with Kalinowski, which will air on Friday mornings. Um, but I, at first, when they when they took the pearl out, I thought it was a it was an egg because you know why? I had just watched the episode when the Jawas make him get the mudhorn egg, yes. so it was a kind of fresh in my mind that I thought it was a that I thought it was a crate dragon egg. And I thought so too. Wait, what was it supposed to be? It was a pearl. It was. It's from. It's from. Um, it's from oh, Knights of the Republic video game. You go on this mission to get the creature, and I and okay. the second someone said it, I was like, "Ah, shit, yes!" And I just completely forgot about it. So I don't know. I like to see a lot of those different Golden missions. Golden Eyes donated twenty dollars. Did you. just say he was going to send Kate fifty schlongs? I love yes. this show. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> 96 actually. 96. So. 96 yeah. Yeah. Yes. I uh, fell for 87 of them. That's, that's right. I, it was always like yeah, every single people time. People got invented with it too. Oh yeah. Who <laughs> into this the picture to the see the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the mosquito one was great. Oh, yeah. The mosquito one was good. All right, what's uh, what's next Alex? All right, Garth Harkness McMurray says, trust Kate on her opinion about it being wrong with them hearing each other talking while the crate dragon is making a lot of noise. Kate is an expert on people trying to hear conversations over someone making a very loud noise. Kathleen <laughs> again donated $20. Troll. So, Christian, <laughs> since you're doing a redesign, could I suggest the Send Patreon help you find fight videos? Also, yes. Brett and Kate's Playdate is great. Even Thank through you. I teach during the time. They need more guests Aww. and Patreons. Yes. Be safe, be well, and be understanding. So absolutely, patrons can help me uh, find fight videos and maybe even do a, a couple specific ones with them, like exclusive ones with them. But that's another thing I want to do. I want to get feedback from the patrons uh, on both MTS and SEN Live of stuff that they want to see and stuff that people, if they're not part of it, that would want to see and exclusive stuff and, and other guests that, you know, Brett and Kate could have. That's one of our, that's our only exclusive show right now. We're going to do more exclusive shows on SEN Live Patreon uh, also, so there you go. Uh, okay, what's next? All right, I'm going to hop over to Super Chats because that yeah. was the end of our Streamlabs. So make sure to get your Streamlabs in before the end yeah. of the show. Also, yeah. Garth, Garth McMurray is one of my dear buddies, and I call him Troll lovingly. Yes. So just want to put that out there. <laughs> yes. Troll, you little troll. Uh, uh, Jamin John says, why does sword and sorcery film genre never took off after Conan the Barbarian? And do you guys want that genre back? I do. I well, the sword and sorcery, and even the what the, the sandal, the sword and sandals, right? Like, uh, I think that well, Gladiator did well. It wasn't. It didn't have sorcery and that kind of stuff too. But I think that I think Clash of the Titans could have been better. 
It should have been better. Clash of the Titans could have said it. Oh, it just it was so damn it's so bad is the word. It's it just wasn't good. So uh, I I think that it's 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 like any genre, it just needs to be good. Right? I I never never jumped on board with people when they said, well, people don't want to see that anymore. People will watch anything if it's good. If it's done, if if a story is done right in any genre, whether it's a a western, a musical, uh, fantasy, what, whatever, if it's done right and it's done creatively and it's done differently and well and it has the right acting and music and and scenery and all that shit, people will like it. People like good stuff. They like good writing. They like good acting. And if it's done right, you might you might not be a fan of a particular genre, but look. If, perfect examples like horror right when i when conjuring was coming out i'm like all right here we go another possession movie and i donated $20 krb3 you and your lady killed it with your costumes so cute did anyone else dress up hi kate hi pc darling i dress up every day uh i my my daughter wrote a play and we performed it and we performed it in the in the house, I was a pretty much a knockoff version of Adam Sandler's uh, character in uh, in Hotel Transylvania, and, but nice. my my father in law absolutely crushed it. With he was she made him I forget farmer farmer Eugene I think his name was or something or farmer Earl farmer Earl, and so he put on the Chucky uh, overalls that I got last year from Universal, and it was it was really funny I, I gotta i actually have to find the video and I, I'll, I'll play it here if i can find it but so um but what about everybody else what did everybody else dress up as i dressed up as elmo and had a french kissing booth open on the street um <laughs> what of- oh there you go god i would love if you did that actually <laughs> put this in <laughs> do another uh family costume or anything like that brett because your, your pictures were so good uh your mom shared them on uh like i know whole- album on instagram is great yeah it it's it was just you know we we dressed my daughter's been dressing up every day and stuff like that but like you know we 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 decorated the house loosely a little bit but it, it was it was it wasn't it wasn't stellar no <laughs> it, it really but dude it really wasn't like here here's the sad thing too like yeah so we did we did a thing where we we, we put decorations out and everything too but like we wanted to make sure we didn't we didn't we put a couple of candies out, but then it was all, it, it went fast. So what we did was we put a tape and like picture. It was almost like the wet paint sign, but it was like uh, a spooky lettering and uh, happy Halloween, guys. Uh, no candy this year, next next year, right? That's that's kind of what we, what we put out. And then we were going to take the kids and we we're going to bring them around the neighborhood. So as we do, we see this, and there was nobody. It was our neighborhood normally last year was jam packed, full of people, jam packed, mm. not a soul in sight. Right, and a soul in sight, and we go in the car, and here comes this family with this poor little kid, and he's got to be, I don't know, six years old, and the you just see that the dad must have had this idea, like somebody, somebody will have something, and they're walking with the kid and the, the the wife and the and the and the dad and the kid, and I felt so bad because I see him approach our house, and we have decorations up, and he has this glimmer in his eye, like ah, oh, finally some fucking people who are going to let us do this, and they see the sign. And it looked like someone just hit him in the ass with like a paddle. And he was just like, he looked and he's just like, and he's like, maybe this is a bad idea. Because you didn't know, we didn't know what we were going to see. We didn't know what we were going to see. Like we like, we walked like we, we did. It was funny because my, my, my wife, this shows you how 
I, I was when Kate told us Kate had this idea Kate goes we're just going to have them knock to each room in the house and I'm like that's brilliant I told my wife she's like yeah that's what we talked about where are you doing that that was, that was the plan where were you when I told you that five days ago and, and, I, and I was like oh Oh, I thought it was such a great idea. She's like, yeah, we already had that planned out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, I go, okay, this is a great idea. And she's, she's like, like how yeah. dare you? She, she goes, it was a great idea when I came up with it five fucking days ago. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, the kids did, and it was so sad. They kept coming back to the door and doing it. Too. The three-year-old has no idea. She thinks this is what trick-or-treating is, but it's just like a sad sack. Mm. Anyway, we yeah. put candy out on a chair. And we just put it in front of our front door, like, don't ring the bell, whatever. And then it's at 11 p.m. Somebody came and cleaned it all out. So cool. That's a call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Brett, you might, you might be off the hook unless we get a $275 donation <laughs> in the next uh, uh, a minute or two. Uh, and then uh, you don't look like you're going to be singing today. Um, so, all right. Do we have any more uh, donations or that's it? We do have more donations. Okay. Uh, I was, by the way, I was Paddington. Uh, oh, yes. my costume. I did and see I that. Think literally, I, I think uh, literally the everything. coat that I ordered for it just came in right now. So no. <laughs> perfect oh, timing no. for that. Oh, right. so I was oh, able no. to adapt. But you, you did look great, Alex. You looked amazing. Thank you, RB3. I appreciate that. Uh, Jamin John says, which movie alternative endings do you prefer? Troutman kills Rambo in First Blood or The Future Without Skynet and T2? Um... Prob- I mean, I I don't like either one of them, but I would say that yeah. the uh, I would say the T two one's better because the Rambo one worked better in the book because in the book Rambo lost it and killed everybody. Mm-hmm. He killed everybody in the book, and so when he's running Danny around, Danny Green book- Kanchuk donated twenty dollars. <laughs> Every you, time I shoot a basketball, I get trick rolled by the rim. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, he when he when he did it in the in the end, it's like and it was Stallone was like one of the biggest movie stars. Like you can't just kill Rocky like that. It does. It just didn't work. Like, and and because he wasn't, he was just trying to get away in the movie. And he had just lost it in the book and just fucking just killed everybody. So you had to kind of take him out. So it didn't really work. And you could see the other ending for Terminator Two, even though I like the ending that we got. How about you guys? I don't. I don't know either of those movies well enough okay. to have Fair a vote enough. on that. No. I'd say probably T2 with uh, with no Skynet because yeah. I don't mind Rise of the Machines. I thought it was it was okay, but outside of that, there haven't really been any good Terminator sequels. So I think like you know, ending it with like a, a happy ending would have been good. Um, and yeah, like I'm on the same. I've never read the Rambo book, but that ending makes more sense. That yeah. is like there's no other choice. But there was definitely other decisions in the movie. It wouldn't have fit. That would have been way too harsh of a, yeah. of a thing, especially after the speech he gives. Like, yeah, it didn't. Te- it didn't test well with audiences at all. Yeah, and it's ble- it, and it's it bleak too. I mean, if you yeah. see the actual scene, it, it, like the way they shoot it, is just like it yeah. just makes it look kind of depressing. You know, in the in the book. I believe that they're like outside, if I remember correctly. I haven't read it in so long, but uh, Troutman and because Rambo kills the Dennehy character, I believe, and then Troutman sees Rambo kind of laying on the ground and he shoots him from the ground, from what I remember. Uh, like in a backyard somewhere. I, I, don't, I don't know it's if like that's a mice and men over there. Look at the, uh, Some, yeah, about the rabbits again, George. Yeah, something like Eesh. that. Um, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Is that uh? Is that everything? We got another one. We got a few more. Oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel Man Mike. I see. I see. Marvel Come Man on. Mike says two cowboys are lost in the desert. One cowboy sees a tree that's draped in bacon. 
A bacon tree, we're saved, he says. He runs to the tree and is shot up with bullets. It wasn't a bacon tree, it was a hambush. Oh! <laughs> right. I know Goddard, Goddard, I know you like, Goddard likes that one. Goddard, you like that one. Goddard, 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 Uh, yeah. Oh god. Okay, one last one. Uh Jamin John says, Brett, is River Runs Through It your favorite film? It's one of them, yes. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah it's a great movie. It's one of it's one that I've uh back in the day when I had cable, um, if it were on, I would stop even though I own the digital video. Would disc. you have known that trivia? I can't remember who got stumped I can't remember who got stumped on that one, Brett, but it's like who plays the father in a river runs through it? Um, I know what he looks like. <laughs> what's up, Kevin Smith? We're coming yeah, what's for up? you. What if that? What if that was an acceptable answer? You <laughs> can tell you what he looks like. He looks like if I draw right, you yeah, an accurate like? photo of yeah, was him. It, yeah, it's like a stick figure. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got it. I I cannot wait to change the rule book next year for the schmo, uh, It's it's changing. Oh, it's some of the stuff going on in that Schmodown schmo Facebook group. It drives me nuts. There's one particular guy who's a, such a good fan. He's like a hardcore fan. He drives me fucking crazy. But like, he just because he's so analytical. But he's a great. Fan. He's not. He's not disrespectful. He's not. He's not anything except just a guy who's just a fan. But he drives me fucking crazy, and I think that you I'm. You know a what, lot. Christian Frank Janis Janish is more than a fan. <laughs> no, yeah, no. But I'm telling you, this guy just drives me fucking oh nuts. And, but 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 you know because they're having this whole discussion about, uh, you know, at one point uh, Snyder and Collins they were playing, and I think that somebody said uh, Godfather Two as opposed to The Godfather Two, right, or or the other way around. Um, and it's like, well, Snyder was going to challenge it, but he didn't. And I was like, good, I'm glad he didn't. What a petty, stupid challenge that would have been. Because he probably would have lost. would go, oh, you know, Preston, there's no fucking movie called uh, The Godfather or Godfather 2. And I was just like, so stupid. I can't wait to get rid of that stupid type of thing to where it can be more like there's certain situations that happen. Like, is it, there's, and it's like, well, Lena Headley, that's, that's a different fucking person. Headley is a different person. Like Godfather, Godfather Two. There's no other movie name. You know what I mean? So it's like it's, there's certain certain things that'll play, and it's like, well, you know, it's just got to be. It's completely inconsistent. No, it's not inconsistent. There's a matter. It's just it's different. It's never going to be easy. It's never going to be easy all the way through. But um, uh, but I can't just can't wait. This 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 rule book is going to be put into place, and I just can't wait to to, to stop having those conversations because like petty bullshit challenges like that. I just think it's lame. I just think it's lame. It's like, you know that the person, and even Lena Heenley, to be honest, like you could have, like, I think you could have let that pass if you're Sam. You probably could have let it pass uh, if, if you wanted to, because, but that, that one, that one, I, I give more of a, I get it, it's a different person, but like, if you're playing against somebody and it's, and you really say, oh, well, he didn't say the. Fury or he, or he said donated the, $40. The. I was watching Sir Roach's review of The Mandalorian and was surprised by his opinion that Boba Fett doesn't age. Is there any truth to this? Well, he ages. He just doesn't age like a clone. I don't think... Did, Roka didn't say he didn't age. I think he said... Well, if he did, he's, he's wrong. Uh, he, he ages. He just doesn't age like mm -hmm. the other clones do. The, if you remember in, in, in Attack of the Clones... They said that was Django's price. Django said that he would allow them to, to clone him... Um, but he won. He wanted one unaltered clone, 
so he ages normally like mm-hmm. like anybody else so that's that's how it was not not uh yeah that's it's not it's not that he doesn't age he just yeah. he just ages normally can i ask is that actor the one did he play him in any of the films that actor that we see at the end or no did, did, the Mandalorian. Did he, oh yeah, he was the main. He was the main he guy. Was. He was the main guy. Yeah. He was the main. He's he was based off the clone. His voice, like all, all of that. So okay. uh, I yeah. just didn't know because yeah. I, I don't remember not seeing him in the helmet. Well, they the, went back. Yeah, he's he's well in in the prequels. He's he's the got prequels. the helmet off a lot of times, right? And okay. he's, he's actually plays. Oh, Django. the prequels. Yeah, stuff. and he da, da, plays da. and he plays Jango Fett in it. Um, okay. but they actually went back when George Lucas made the special editions. Kate, they went back and redid Boba Fett's voice yep. with Tamar Morrison. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. is is was Roca maybe saying that that actor doesn't seem to age? Was it like a no? Apparently, apparently, he did say that he yeah he's oh. he's wrong. Uh, okay. Django Fett uh, or or Boba Fett one hundred percent ages. He just doesn't okay. he just doesn't age like like okay. everyone else. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, he ages. Otherwise, he wouldn't gone from a kid to to to, a, to an to an old man. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he'd still be a kid. Yeah. All right. So what's uh what I, I think he probably just misspoke. What's next? Anything um, else? Other than know? Jamin John wanting me to smash this guitar Jeff Jarrett style. Yeah, oh, do uh, that. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> That's a- uh, we have unless there's a ambush of questions, then uh, ambush. <laughs> all right. Well, looks like no song here today, ladies and gentlemen. No karaoke song today, but we'll have to uh, we'll see if we can get it going tomorrow, um, if you want to. But uh, everybody, thank you for joining us here today. RB three, take us out. Thank you to Ben Goddard, Kate Mulligan, hey Alex, and Brett Sheridan. Thank you for joining us here today. We'll be back tomorrow, so uh, please, please go check us out, and we'll uh, we'll see you. Yeah. By the way, so the get the Smash Cancer shirt is available, so make sure you get that. All proceeds going to Kevin Smets, and yeah, subscribe and oh. Winston Marshall show, the Inner Geekdom show that goes today. They're going to be talking about Thanos and that snap and the number one contender for the Inner Geekdom Championship, Chance Ellison, will be on the show today. So make sure you support support Winston. Winston really needs your uh, your subscribers on the podcast. That's a big big thing for them. That show needs that. So make sure you go and uh, subscribe over there. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us. We'll see you later.